0: Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact
2: Cream
3: butter, Cream Cream butter, Cream a gang of boys In a small town they do good deeds All around Helping old ladies When they fall down Green Buttercream Within one leaps His name is Pete He joins a new game It's very
1: informational
3: On the streets of Chicago Where people get beat Green the boys get sad cause now Pete is bad and doesn't want in the game Scott's dad rambles on about Nom that part is kind of insane so we watch this for the part it barely talks about God, <laughs> but finally a movie About white boys' cream Aww, Finally! <laughs> Buttercream
1: <laughs> So we watched The Buttercream Gang And we're gonna talk about it today oh, oh On my Good Christian Fun Listen Did that freak you. you out? That <laughs> yeah, freak out <laughs> Yay. Oh. Low energy opener
4: I like that That could be our new song
1: It's just cream, cream, cream
3: My yeah, yeah, baby It's <laughs> I don't
1: think so <laughs> Yeah,
3: baby My wife Welcome
1: to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin.
4: I'm Caroline, and I'm having fun. And
1: we're having good Christian fun. Caroline. Yes? Happy one-year anniversary.
4: Happy one-year anniversary. This is our
1: one-year anniversary of the show, GCS. Our
4: host anniversary. Yes, we
1: put out our first episode, episode one, episode zero, we put out like August 29th, whatever, but our first, first episode about Miss Katie Hudson. That was like September 5th, 20. 20- Seventeen.
4: Wow, and how far we've come.
1: How far uh, I would say how short we've come, <laughs> TB T B H. But Caroline, for those that for whom they decide to make this their first episode to listen to, <laughs> what is good Christian fun?
4: Well, it's an episodic show where Tim Allen uh has a kooky family. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to <laughs> improve. Mm-hmm. Their lives, yeah, and in the home, yeah. Um But but really, it's a uh, it's a show where we talk about Christian pop culture, whether it be movies or music or <laughs> the Buttercream Gang, mm. like today. Uh, and we just kind of have some fun with it. Uh, yes, we're not in this show. We're not trying to make anyone a Christian, uh, though we are Christians. So we won't
3: uh, we won't be upset with you if you are a Christian. We
1: won't bash you We won't make fun of you unless you believe some dumb bullshit.
3: <laughs> then you. Gotta come I would in. say if you if you believe some. Something
4: hateful,
1: then I make I might make fun of you.
4: Yeah, I don't need to give that some respect. Sure,
1: but anyway, we're just here. At GCF. <laughs> Still, we got that out. Yeah, no, I just you know let's be clear. Uh, but Caroline, <laughs> how is your heart?
4: Well, oh, man, it's our one year. That's crazy. How does that
1: make you feel? 54. Uh, technically, with the Patreon and stuff, we're probably like 70-something yeah, episodes in. That's
4: a lot of time. Yeah. Um, it feels good. It feels like... It's a lot of time. It's a lot of commitment. It's the
1: first thing you lead <laughs> off with. A
4: lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, but it, I guess I say that because it doesn't feel like it was a ton of time.
3: Hey, good spend.
4: Yeah, it was It was nice. And it feels like it's such a part of my life and my rhythms now that is, it would hard to, it'd be hard to think of a life without GCF.
1: That said, next week, there will be no GCF. (laughs) 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 truly next week there will be no GCF uh, uh,
4: mm because we're going on
1: like Ross and Rachel going on a
4: break yeah well, if you're a pastor, we're, we're on a sabbatical.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll still put out second service, but we're going to take a break for a week
4: yeah, or two. Yeah, but as a little mini rest- retrospective, it's been a wonderful time. I've loved getting to know you better, Kevin. And Do you uh, feel like
1: you know me significantly better
4: now? I think I do. Wow. Well, I spend, you know, way more concentrated time with you than I ever did. Oh, it's
1: very concentrated. Before.
4: Yeah. yeah, so that's just inevitable. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like you know me better?
1: I know. Yeah, I know you a little bit better because I feel like I have a better sense of, like, your history and past. And family stuff. Mm. But I like to think of myself as the dark and mysterious one on the show, yeah, right, you're guys? The, you're the
4: enigma, Mr. Cream, Cream, Cream over here. All right. No, we don't need that. <laughs> well, how's your heart? How are My you heart's feeling? very
1: good. I'm very proud of this show. We'll yeah. call this season one, a 53 episode season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you think seasons need to be shorter? No, they need to be Longer. 53 episodes now. <laughs> um, but I'm so excited. The topic for today is The Buttercream Gang, mm-hmm. a, a movie that came out in 1992.
4: Direct-to-video. Oh, okay. Yes. We get a lot of requests for this movie.
1: Yes, we've got it from day one, so this is kind of a lovely movie to uh, start the hiatus on, Absolutely. go out on. yeah. Uh, and if we there's need... one
4: cream I'd want to go out on, it's All the right.
1: cream. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> let's introduce our very special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know him from the Improvised Shakespeare Company for Cook County Social Club, or from the upcoming Mega Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Greg Hayes!
5: Hey! Oh, what a cream.
2: Welcome to the stage. <laughs> oh, cream, it's slippery. Cream a little
5: cream of <laughs> me. so much for having
4: me. <laughs> Is that your alternate song you were going to do? <laughs>
1: no. Uh, now I'm mad I didn't do it. Damn it. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it at the end. <laughs>
4: Pete's shining bright above <laughs>
2: Okay.
4: <cream>. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Greg. Uh,
1: Thanks so much for Greg. having me, folks. And speaking of one of your credits, Improvised Shakespeare Company. Indeed. I saw this company for the very first time this week. Week. oh you did Tuesday night I Tuesday night yes sir well enjoying it with a group of friends okay. along with someone who I believe became a friend that night Mr. Jason Alexander sitting oh, right
4: yes. in front of us he wow, has really? been at
5: um, a bunch of shows actually yeah. does he ever
4: be want to be in it
5: he do- does I think
4: really <laughs> <And> <laughs> I think we're sort
5: of toying I mean I, I think yeah who knows what the future will hold with him but he's been to um, at least four or five shows I, I think and, oh, he's uh, jonesing to get in there. He's a fan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he would be amazing be if, he ever, if he ever said that. I,
4: I have a Jason Alexander story. You do? I saw him at a, a play at UCLA with my mom and my sister, and my mom used to do this thing whenever we saw celebrities, where she would just tell me to go say hello to them, and then she'd <laughs> be like, i pay you $20. That's not awkward. Yeah, and, the she, and then she would say <laughs> she stuff was literally like, prostituting they don't want to meet out. me, I'm this middle-aged woman, you're cute, Like go go meet that literally. That's quite, fair. Yeah. <laughs> Prostituting me out. And so my sister and I went to Jason Alexander and we said hello and he was very kind. And then we had no follow up for hello. So we just said, We're sisters. we <laughs> <laughs> oh. college age, I'm college age. And he just kind of looked up like, You weren't yeah. a 12 year old adult. No, kid. no, I was like 20. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Okay. Well, <laughs> well, was good time for be- you.
1: Because before Tuesday night, the last time I saw him was. In a theater in New York City in, uh, I want to say, 2004. So, so it's been a while. That, but yeah. that man post loves Seinfeld, the but
5: still glow, right?
1: Exactly, I, yeah. yeah. This yeah. was still in the 10 years after period, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I was literally right behind him for the show. He was so loving fun. it. Yeah. He loved it. And, and I will say, as someone who's seen a lot of shows, and it's easy to get cynical about improv stuff and comedy stuff, especially when you do a lot of it, it was...
3: Mesmerizing
1: oh, that's and nice. transcendent. Wow. I, I was talking afterwards. It was like watching people dance backwards in heels, speaking a different language <laughs> whilst oh, rhyming.
5: If we could, I mean, if we added
1: heels to it, I think it'd be a better show. We uh, <laughs> quite
4: <perhaps>. a number. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, so that was oh, a man. great show. It's you, Ross Bryant, Thomas Middleditch. Uh,
4: I would have enjoyed having crew. a mesmerizing experience.
5: I think also in the audience was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Amy Adams.
2: What? Really? she was
5: there. Excuse me? That's what someone texted me, but you never know. I feel like LA, everyone's sort of like looking Just to see if there's scanning. a celebrity. Yeah.
4: Man.
2: And
1: she came up to you afterwards and said, turns out the sharpest object was y'all's wit, <laughs> correct?
5: <laughs> she didn't say that. <laughs> I want to say. I well, wish she had said that. <laughs> I really wish she had said that. Well,
1: Greg, thanks so much for joining us on the show. What's your What's your history with faith and Christianity wow. stuff?
5: Well, I grew up in the church, uh, Presbyterian through and through. What do you think? I, I would consider myself sort of ethnically P- Presbyterian. That, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that
2: makes a lot of sense.
5: Yeah, to me. I mean, I feel like most of my formative years, I was doing Presbyterian things. I was a youth counselor. Mm-hmm. I was in youth group. I was in a. Uh, I was in a. Bluegrass band, uh, oh. Presbyterian bluegrass band that just
1: did like gospel stuff.
5: Yeah, that did. For uh, Jesus? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, surprisingly, not surprisingly, uh, there was a pun on the name of my church. But you might like the name of my church was uh, Tinkling Spring Presbyterian Church. No, and we oh. were the Tinkling Stringers.
1: The Tinkling Stringers. I would go see that.
5: It was f- oh, passable uh-huh. bluegrass. Oh,
1: was this? Was it like?
5: Originals, your covers, what would you guys do? No, no no originals, but mostly, uh, you know, May the Circle Be Unbroken and mm-hmm. things like twinkle that. little twinkle twirl yeah. on so, all things, yeah. I played great. banjo and <laughs> sang the high tenor parts. Nice. Damn. But yeah, um, I had a grandfather who was a pastor. Um, yeah, in the Presbyterian church? Actually, no, in the Christian church, which would, I mean... Do do we do we go into? Are we uh, going? Do we go in? Sure. Yeah. Do, so the Christian Church is a sort of uh, post Second grade Awakening, like disciples of Christ, uh, probably related to Nazarenes. Um, oh, okay. So they're they're they were that sort of uh, denomination of they, they they believed in adult baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, they believe in, uh, you know, they, they, they did not drink wine for any sacraments. Oh, right. So kind of this um, very, but but not really evangelical, it's strange, but uh, they did altar calls, but not no gifts of the Spirit or anything like that. Okay, okay. So, And their
4: church was called the Christian Church? Yeah,
5: and, it, and I think it's... <laughs> pretty <yeah>. definitive. <laughs> I know. It's right out there. It's, you know what's weird? <laughs> it's, it's one of those churches who early in their history and you know it probably was like late 1800s early 1900s they were like we are going back to first uh, century Christianity there were no denominations we are Christians Mm -hmm. but then of course all these like denominations then define themselves by their sectarian belief or whatever (laughs) and then they're you know so um, yeah so I you know I went to my grandfather preached at a big church in Florida that he started and then when he retired he uh, and my great Grandfather was a pastor, so we all went to summer wow. at this like uh, michigan summer christian church camp so a lot of a lot of christian uh any church camp roots.
1: romances or church
5: romances? oh man that's that's all church camp was for me <laughs> <laughs> honest to God, I think yeah, church camp was so important to romance that was pretty much that that's was, where it happened that's what it, that's where it goes down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was the guy who um, I played guitar, mm-hmm. nice. and you know I had long hair. In the banjo, and did the banjo. people at
1: the Were they made aware at any point
5: that you played guitar whilst at the camp? You know, you know what, Kevin? <laughs> they were made aware. They were made aware. Maybe too much.
4: <laughs> Every day.
5: Constantly. They really were made aware. Okay.
4: Your daytime wow. playing. Oh, so yeah. You
5: just
1: wandering Oh yeah. Around oh, stadium.
5: that guy's back out on that grassy spot playing guitar. <laughs> and, and what
4: were the go-tos
3: in the, in the Greg Hess oh. catalog at this
5: time? Oh, boy. Um, Crash. Crash. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Truly? Oh, well, so I'm from Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh, uh, then of course yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. So Dave Matthews, uh, yeah. Dave Matthews, I mean, now, now this is going into another part of my faith, uh, Dave Matthews. Mm-hmm. but um, First yeah, church his... of uh, poop boats yeah <laughs> you, know, you know what? We like to forget that. We like I, to forget some that.
1: Some
4: of us can't. <laughs> in, in the
1: Dave Matthews church, that's the equivalent to like a scandal. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> it like The flood. Is. The people knew. It, it's the flood. Exactly. <laughs>
5: the biggest scandal. Yeah. Or of the of baptism, the depending on mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm from Dave Matthews country. Yeah. His his aunt was my tennis coach. I went to school with his cousin, so my tennis party, like my senior year of high school was the Crash Release party. We went to the go see him at play at Tracks. And yeah, which sounds like a strip club. Wait, is tennis
4: is tennis party a thing that happens?
5: Like a like a tennis outing. Yeah, I guess, but like you know what I mean. Where else is a tennis team gonna go? Yeah, Dave Matthews concert. (laughs) The only place we couldn't get beaten up. So um, yeah, like tennis hangout, and ten- end of the season <laughs> okay. like celebration oh, or your something. Yeah. tennis outing, yeah. Okay. <laughs> my, t- my tennis social, sure. <laughs> um, so anyway, I guess back to faith. Yeah, I um I studied religion. I was a uh, in college. Yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, I studied. Oh. Uh, I was a religious studies major.
4: Did you have a favorite religion that grew out of it when you were studying at that time?
5: I did actually. What was well, it? so my my um, my focus ended up being sort of post second great awakening sex cults and small denominations so oh. i really and, and specifically in appalachia because i grew up in the southwest part of virginia yeah. i know way too much about small culty type churches in the mountains oh wow. and i did, i went to a lot of those churches and did and, those claim to, to be like christian churches or is mm-hmm. it more like the source family stuff it, no, was churches. it was yeah, Christian church, yeah, definitely Christian. No, 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 more like um, holiness churches. Uh, a lot of Pentecostal churches. What was it like pen? when
4: you went to those?
5: <laughs> Well, it was interesting because I was I was like writing my honors thesis at the time and right. had my tape recorder and everything, and then I would go into the back of these tent revivals and just kind of like sit there and. This I would looks get like the a foothills boy. Yeah. Get him out of here. This city, this city, son of a bitch. Kind of, kind of, oh, <laughs> this sorry, can we? Swear tennis on this? playing yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Yes. laughs> Let's beat him with that tennis racket. <laughs> um, so I, I I never really felt unwelcome, but I did um, I did have some really interesting experiences in small. Holiness churches. Oh, like and, what? Oh, I've had hands laid on me, not at my request. Uh, push down? You get a push down? I, not a ton of push down, but uh, definitely a you're going to come up here and get hands laid on you because you mm-hmm. might be a narc. Oh my God. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why. So that was interesting. Wow. I saw a guy, um, there was a, a pastor named Fireball Johnny. And, no, um Are you yeah. sure I wasn't a pro wrestler? <laughs> he could have very well. He, he probably should have been.
4: Guy Fieri's early years. <laughs> he was much more,
5: he was very spry and he could do um, handsprings. What? So he would do handsprings up and down the aisles <laughs> and dance in the spirit. Um, so that yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, really cool. A lot of good food.
4: Did you ever get a proposition to be part of the sex cult?
5: <laughs> what well, when you, when i say sect so s s c t but that is um, you hear what you want to hear sex cult <laughs> you know what oh, no. i wish i'd been propositioned to be in a sex cult <laughs> well, way yeah. earlier i was
4: thinking i was thinking like oh i'd be kind of offended if they did
5: it oh no yeah so what's wrong
1: no. with
4: me
5: yeah. <laughs> i'm <laughs> no. clean hey guys <laughs> uh so yeah so i had um i i, I did so a lot of churchy stuff that, yeah right. and then um but i also did a lot of like hindu uh, reading about uh hinduism Ooh. Um, but you know, my my degree was in a survey of sort of all religions, but I did focus on those strangely on those two things.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And were you still Christian as you were studying these things? Would you say? Good
5: question. Yes and no. So I think um, I think early on in my college education, I, I actually thought about going to seminary. Oh yeah. And Because
1: um, it's a family business.
3: It is way. kind of a family
5: yeah. business. And I really thought, uh, and, and as I was saying, I was ethnically Presbyterian. <laughs> All my friends were Presbyterian or Mennonite. I grew up with a lot of Mennonites. Oh, yeah. And they're very socially. Um, cool. So- socially cool, yeah. Mennonites, <laughs> uh, what, pe- what people don't realize about Mennonites is they are very socially cool. They're
4: socially cool, they like to party. <laughs> yeah, they do actually. Oh. <laughs> this is crazy.
5: I have a lot of crazy Mennonite stories too. Um But yeah, so I just was a socially conscious person that was thinking like, oh, I'm going to go into, well, at that time I was thinking I would either go to seminary or law school. And then I had a real interest in doing sort of cross community peace and reconciliation stuff. Mm. So I went and worked in Northern Ireland and then I came back and then I realized that I kind of didn't believe, I I kind of didn't, I didn't believe um, in Christianity per se, and then I started doing comedy and mm-hmm. never looked back. <laughs> wow! But I guess I I substitute one church for another because okay. now I'm in improv, which is did kind that of a did
1: to... it truly feel like? Because I feel like we've talked to people before where that did feel what you were saying. It was a trade of well, it's not this community,
5: it's that community. Maybe, but I, I don't know. For me, um, I don't think I ever really thought one was replacing the other, but I definitely saw the importance of having a community, having people that you identified with with a certain set of values but no I never really thought I was getting quote unquote like spiritual fulfillment out of comedy
1: right so it wasn't a binary for you of like I can do this or that I can't do that. okay
5: I don't think so I don't think so maybe it will become that I just need (laughs) to do it for 20 more years um then uh, yeah I graduated college and and but I still have a, a keen interest in it um, yeah, how does it manifest itself now well, besides the
1: new mega podcast <laughs> yeah Andrew.
5: wherever podcasts are found <laughs> that is funny yeah we so we did start this podcast because um, Holly my wife who's been on this podcast and recommended it highly <laughs> uh, the uh, yeah you know she worked in a church and I spoke that language to not necessarily the the mega church language but i i could fake it yeah. Um, so oh
4: man! Now I'm just connecting, remembering her story. Yeah, and it, she talked about you within it too, and what that was like for both of you.
5: Mm-hmm. And, uh, remembering, mm-hmm. uh, she
1: got you. out of that church at about the right time.
5: Yeah, feels yeah. like uh, she and <laughs> I was recent really, events. Yeah, and you know the the kismet of her leaving. And um, oh yeah, you're talking about uh, oh there was uh, Billy Hypes. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Oh, people are oh big deal.
1: The, the lead after he left and resigned to disgrace. Then
5: the other lead pastors who were complicit, yeah. left also and
1: resigned left. in disgrace. Yeah, this is Willow Creek.
4: Was in he the head pastor Illinois. when you guys were going there?
5: He was. Yeah, Whoa. he's the guy who started it. And um, for all my interactions with him, which were very limited, I mean, Holly was like one of his like inner circle in her final years there. Mm-hmm. She wow. was kind of his like creative brain that came up with a lot of this right. stuff. Yeah, fascinating. Really I'm fascinating. Quiz her about
4: how she feels about it. Oh,
5: she's it. she is strangely and this i, I don't want to speak for, for her too much but she is uh, she was really dumbfounded really oh. i really didn't expect it and and she she her quote is you know he's one of the last people i i would ever think mm. so it was really um it was really traumatic she thinks about it a lot and then also thinks about so many of the experiences she had there and is like recontextualizing them and sort of like oh
1: It's like the end of the
5: unusual suspects. Yes. It's like, oh, that means, oh, yeah. Yeah, it all, it all, yeah. 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 And so... So yeah, big news out of out of Willow Creek right now. Totally. I don't know if that will be touched upon in our podcast in our in our <laughs> uh in our comedy podcast, but maybe.
1: Well you're gonna have Bill on as a guest. Yeah. Now, right? I mean he's what probably, else is he gonna he's do free characters. He's
5: free. A
2: <laughs> <guy to> characters. <laughs> he's free. Yeah.
5: Oh, he can yes and like yeah, nobody's been totally. yeah. <laughs> all the wrong ways.
1: Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but this is a new podcast that you yes. and your roommate Holly and yeah. your friend Ross yeah. Kimball and my yeah. friend too.
5: Yeah. Are doing and taking
1: it, place like wh- what 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 made you guys want to do that in particular? You
5: you know what? I pitched it to Holly. I just said, you know what would be really funny is if we played characters that worked at a Willow Creek-like church, because the things about that place that always made us laugh are, if anyone listening or here has been to one of those super large mega churches, it's an experience so far removed from what I grew up with in a small country church with a bluegrass band. (laughs) Um, You know, the production values the iMeg screens it's pristine it's, yeah. it's I mean there are more escalators in that place than the Mall of America <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know 14,000 or 10,000 or whatever number of members 8,000 in the auditorium Gosh. it's a really like stadium yeah. it's a stadium mm-hmm. yeah
1: and it's so wild. Well, I interned at
5: Lakewood mm-hmm. Joel
1: Osteen's church in Houston oh, for whoa. one summer Damn, which was literally the where the Houston Rockets played right. basketball until they bought it out. Yeah, so they got such a deal on it. But, um, but it's wild to think about these huge spaces that most of the time aren't used. Yeah, they're just and
3: empty,
5: especially when there's a hurricane. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> in the case of Michael, especially well, we keep clean. Exactly. happy one-year anniversary to Joel Osteen. That's right. And
1: walking
3: people out of
5: yeah,
1: that's right. So What's yeah,
5: that? we just really were laughing about some of those old stories that would have happened around Willow, and mm-hmm. then also the, everybody that Holly worked with was so just nice and great and she had such just so quirky in so many ways Mm -hmm. and it was just fun to think like oh we could populate the idea of this mega church not really even to make fun of it as much as to really try to play those characters as truthfully as as we could still still with a comedic spin so, like for example, I play an Australian youth pastor because you gotta have an Australian. Always Australian. You yeah. got to. Oh, Always, they yeah. find
4: their way
2: over. Yeah.
5: So you know, and um, in one episode, you know, my thumb ring gets hooked, uh, you know, caught on the trailer hitch uh, when I'm going camping one weekend, and I can't oh, no. play bass in the in the weekend service. <laughs> so it's stuff like that where it's really not as much. Uh, yeah, you know, we we do take uh, some fun cracks at uh, at polity and some of the. Uh, the, the, Text and and whatnot, but there. But for the most part, and Ross plays <laughs> Ross plays a singles ministry uh, guy that clearly is in an unhappy marriage with his
2: wife.
5: got play. married way too fast. Uh-huh. Um, so that's always <laughs> very funny. And um and Holly plays a weekend producer, so who's sort of like coming up with the, w- what the big presentations are going to be. So okay, so what she
1: kind of used to do?
5: Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah she I've had never a re-
4: heard of a weekend producer. A weekend until producer. I met Holly and yeah. she was telling me about that. That's yeah. that's a whole megachurch thing.
5: Totally. Yeah, she the one of the bits she had was uh, yeah the, the pastor Steve is what we call him in the in the podcast uh, uh, lowering a giant cross from from the flies to connect two signs one that says uh, me and God and then the the cross would come down and and you walk across and that's and Jesus is the connection but oh yeah and one of the weekend services he slips and falls into the orchestra pit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know still the metaphor held yeah up.
4: it's still really beautiful <laughs> yeah. and, and that
1: does sound like comedic exaggeration but and lakewood actually wasn't like this but i remember other churches in houston that would have elephants and motocross oh, on sure. stage and and animals and live acts and just insane uh i remember going to one of their for real, 12 uh, Christmas Eve services that they hadn't. And at one point, yeah. a Christmas tree exploded into a
2: crucifix. <laughs> Whoa. No way. What no kind way. of rock?
1: Very awesome. cool. A lot of Frosty the Snowman in that particular cer- uh, well, service. <laughs> I don't know
5: why. You <laughs> Those two are will the have angels. to. You, you two will have to be thinking about uh, what your ministries would be at the church, if you, and you'll have to oh, come on because I
2: already have one. Oh, what, what a lovely. Yeah. Oh, I'll maybe save it. don't spoil it. Okay. Yeah, no
5: spoilers. We did have a guy come on, and he was the <laughs> um, aquatic ministries, <laughs> where for people who are interested in water sports. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know, and then we found out there's a lazy river at the church uh, that he <laughs> right. that he built. It's around so. the church. Yeah, 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 totally. Mm-hmm. So you I know. mean, there's
1: whole economies in these things—bookstores and cafes—and oh, yeah.
5: yeah, I the remember is, that the world is your oyster at those places. Mm-hmm.
1: That's where I had my first smoothie was at a Christian bookstore inside the oh, really? church. Mm-hmm.
5: So I always that think was like about, one of the first wow, coffee
4: shops I would hang out was oh like this gosh. Bible college in Marietta that was like, ooh, they have a coffee shop. I'm like, Study the word. We really, just really, church is a,
5: uh, is a is uh, a beverages uh, experience. <laughs> it's, a, it's a beverage hot <laughs> spot. Yeah. Oh, I wait. think of church primarily as food
1: service now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Donuts but it, it is such a rich uh, it's such a rich environment. Like we talk about anytime there's a TV show or movie that you see that's just set, not even particularly like saying this or that about faith, but just set within a church environment, like saved or. Mm first reform that Ethan Hawke movie yeah. that came out a few months ago it's always just like something you don't think about and you don't see you haven't seen before that's not doctors and cops and lawyers and all that stuff mm-hmm. and it's always there's a lot there
5: but so yeah, do you never like find a... they always get something wrong that you're always like that would never yes. be like that yes. yes i speaking of buttercream gang i have one of those
4: oh well, we might have to get into continuity it
5: continuity issue for me. the BCG. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on, this is what you get when you study church history. You really start picking up on like the mistakes of it on inaccuracies. Yeah. I want say
1: First Reformed seemed wildly accurate. Oh, though. interesting. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Well, Paul Schrader went to a Calvinist college, so oh. he knew. He knew. Like, what was that? yeah. Now I wonder which sounded, one do you know? Was it Wheaton? Uh, Wheaton. John Calvinist. Piper University. I'm not sure. <laughs>
5: I, it probably wasn't I I think Holland College, maybe, is a Calvinist Holland? Yeah. Holland in oh, Michigan. That yeah. Out. I would love look maybe it. Wait, out. you're from Georgia?
4: I'm, fr- no. From, Wait,
5: you said Marietta, you but I thought it oh, Marietta. Marietta
4: oh, Marietta, California. Oh. Although I did okay. live in Michigan and Ohio for a little part of my youth.
5: Oh, yeah. we're in Michigan. Uh
4: Marshall, Michigan?
5: Yeah. yeah. We're Marshall. No, that's where it's like a where tiny Marshall town. Mathers is from.
4: you were right, near Battle Creek. I think that was like a nice big city. Yeah.
5: Oh, Battle Creek, a big uh a big Christian, well, uh Hot Seventh Day Adventist.
4: Oh, I didn't know that. Right?
5: That's where Kellogg, so Ka- Kellogg is in Battle Creek yes, and those and that Kellogg was started was, by Seventh Day Adventists. There was a
4: Kellogg uh like Cereal? factory experience museum <laughs> you that dark. you could go to. <laughs> That place blew my mind. It was amazing. Uh,
5: ro- uh, the Road to Wellville, a good book, and then not great movie adaptation about the Seventh Day Adventists starting because they were vegetarians and they yeah. ate cereal all the time. They, they created cereal. The
4: the rumor that he did that to help people stop masturbating. That's what that's what the <laughs> cornflakes were for. Less
1: meat means less J and L? No, out.
4: it was something like he thought there were like magical properties in the cornflakes that would like help reduce less? people's appetite for, yeah. Less oh yeah, I, th- I
5: think that is true. You know I about? can't remember this though, but yeah. I've been you... eating a lot of cornflakes. <laughs> <So laughs>
2: oh,
5: I can't stop masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite yeah. of no facts. <laughs> oh, I am sorry. It was, it was grape nuts. Grape nuts <laughs> makes you cornflakes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. makes
2: you.
4: Grape nuts yeah. drains your nuts. Yeah, yeah. Grape
5: nuts doesn't make me want to do anything. No, no, no.
1: Grape nuts. That's a stagnating age you have oh, to boy. avoid. So, so for you now, yeah. it feels like faith and God are kind of an interesting topic, but mostly irrelevant to your day-to-day life.
5: Sort of irrelevant, Um, but, so I went through this period of very um, sort of feeling like, oh, I've read about that, I know what that is, I'm sort of not interested in it as much anymore, but then actually recently I've sort of gotten back in, in the sounds of California, but sort of like more interested in like mysticism stuff and not really as a guiding principle in my life but um the most what I would consider religious experiences of my life have been I've as I've unpacked them have been more tied to what I would consider a mystical experience rather than a traditional church experience Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of been trying to unpack that some more because i am sort of a i would consider myself probably an operation like a secular humanist but i don't Mm -hmm. really i'm not like a full-on materialist i do think that there are unanswerable phenomena that Mm -hmm. happen in our world and i like reading about physics i like reading about mysticism so i kind of feel like there's more than meets the eye yeah but i wouldn't necessarily put a um a title on that but i would say yeah i'm kind of like i'm kind of like swimming in the shallows again a little bit with, yeah. with some of this stuff. Interesting. I, I follow you. Maybe yeah. not,
4: you know, full crystals, but just trying to think of like, hey, there's a spiritual aspect to this place.
5: Yeah. I mean, if you really want me that? to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so I started doing uh, psilocybin, <laughs> mushrooms more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So don't and know what, if we can talk about what's drugs. The on effect. Effect. Sure, sure. Um, so I, I had done mushrooms as a younger person for fun. And yeah, that was you great. were playing Super Mario. He was a role model. <laughs> the yeah.
4: buttercream days of our uh, lives. <laughs> more like
5: I was out by a lake. <laughs> Come
2: <with> on, Pete, <laughs> let's do some shrooms.
5: <laughs> I was out by a lake with my guitar, Kevin. Yeah,
2: and, oh, and I right. was like,
5: everybody wants to hear me play this. W W D M D. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if any of this is of interest to your listeners. I think so. Okay, Sorry, we
4: didn't mean to joke.
5: No, joke I. You out. It's a total. It's it's actually fun to joke about, and it's fun to to do <laughs> but I don't know I, I, um, I was feeling kind of like blocked stuck in what I would consider like creatively stuck I have read a lot of books about um, psychotropics and one of the most recent ones is that new Michael Pollan book I don't know if you've read it mm-hmm. uh, the guy who wrote Omnivore's Dilemma he just wrote and the
1: a, rules for food and all that yeah. stuff yeah
5: so he just wrote a book from kind of a really interesting scientific perspective called um, How to Change Your Mind and it's about the role of using psychotropics in a lot of things, but mostly in therapy. So oh, he really
1: took a leap from like eat plants to
5: doing <laughs> shrimp do and doing LSD and doing yeah. a lot of different stuff. Yeah. But all this. So that book was a, is a national bestseller right now. And it's um, I think it's going to really change the perception of some of these plants. But I read that and I was like, wow, this is really interesting. So, sort of the core of when you, I mean, have either of you done mushrooms? No.
1: Not yet. Oh. Second service coming up. Here we go. You guys have a two week break. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd say cut it out like the last time. But,
2: well, no.
5: <laughs> well, I don't know about y'all. I mean, is, um, so this sounds so trippy, but it, that's kind of part of it, which is, um, you know, what, the, what mushrooms do do in a in a full trip situation is uh you sort of dissolve what would consider to be your ego so you don't really have a sense of like self you really have a sense of universality Hmm. so the process of when you're actually doing therapeutic or what i would consider sort of like more intentional use of psilocybin is like oh i'm i'm actually able to witness um Uh, something greater than myself. You really stop sort of being so introspective or even when you're introspective, you don't really consider your... It's it's very separate from sort of the Mm ego-id idea that we're in dualism that I feel like is sort of predominant in my thinking and how I grew up. Mm -hmm. So in the last few times that i've uh that i've used psilocybin i've actually been really curious about that because my experiences of that have been um needless to say mind blowing mystical Mystical, Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, actually like yeah improved your life yeah like it changes the way you
4: think about your day as you're going through it
5: a hundred percent yeah and um actually if you read that book or read any sort of literature about it, the the, the experiences are are there's fairly universal themes in those experiences. Mm-hmm. One of them being experiencing your, your own death, experiencing your birth, um, experiencing yeah, so yes. Yeah. So if uh and 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 sort of coming to grips with what those are and what it means and how so the thing that big big thing I came away with it was that your consciousness is actually infinite and god this sounds so insane it's it's so insane and hard to put words on these experiences but i think it is any mystical well, experience well
1: yeah it does feel yeah.
5: reductive to talk about probably
1: in some ways but, it is but, but i
5: think the big thing so i came a- away thing, with yeah. it was um oh consciousness is not just locked to this body that i'm in yeah. and that's kind of a refreshing thing because i think we're a little bit stuck in like existential we're this highly intelligent animal that is stuck in an existential crisis all the time. Yeah, And so it was a refreshing sort of page turn for me. It's really funny that I can't believe I'm, I came on good Christian Fund. I'm talking about doing mushrooms. <laughs> good
1: Christian shrooms.
5: Yeah. I'm all about okay. it. Sure, cool. Cool. About. So That's yeah, fun. I mean, and not to, um, yeah, not to put too fine a point on it, but I think it was really helpful to me. And, uh, I think I've only had one other experience like that and it was doing a sweat lodge, <laughs> with a bunch of Native American wow. in Northern Ireland, um, weirdly, how they get Native there?
4: Americans in Northern Ireland? <laughs> yeah.
5: So when I was working in Northern Ireland, I worked at this place called Corrymeela, which was uh, an early cross community center that brought Protestants and Catholics together to basically it not dissimilar to like what they do in South Africa or Rwanda and places where there's like cross community violence and strife, mm. like actually trying to get people to talk to one another. So I worked at the center for a summer, and they had they were hosting this like peace commission or something, and a bunch of them were these chiefs that were from I think they were Navajo. I, think I should look it up again. So my job for t- a week was helping them build the sweat lodge. Oh, my gosh. And then, which the process was really fascinating, too, because it's not, it's not dissimilar to what we do when we have other sort of religious rites or ceremonies. So there are this ceremonial fire. You'd heat these rocks for days and days and days until they get white hot. And you're building this, you know, basically a, a, an igloo that out of sticks and blankets And then on the night of the ceremony, about 40 people got into, I mean, not about about the size of this room, very, very tight, very, very tight, very dark and insanely hot. How do you not
4: lose your mind immediately? You you sort
5: of do. That's kind of part of it. But in a bad way. (laughs) No, but I wouldn't say it's kind of, the only reason I say this, it's not dissimilar to doing mushrooms is like, it's challenging. It's like really confronting a lot of deeper it's confronting your subconscious basically mm-hmm. and probably the only equivalent is like when you dream mm-hmm. so
1: i thought you was going to say pray
5: <laughs> <laughs> i thought i was going to say when you jerk off uh, uh, all right <laughs> sorry um, <laughs> cornflakes yeah cornflakes um so yeah so then we did the sweat lodge and it was like a full night of of chanting and i didn't understand any of the chanting obviously Goodness. and um yeah, being being very Wait, did the chanting sound like this?
3: Get the right here. one, baby Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you,
5: got you know the what? Right it sounded more like the cream song. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> cream, cream, cream. So yeah, oh, boy. yeah, a bunch of chanting and a bunch of very intense sort of like heat time in the dark. And then when you come out of this thing, you're it feels like you're being born again. It's crazy. Whoa. And I say born again being like Biologically, born not
1: in the evangelical Yeah, sense. yeah. <laughs> you got Jesus. not struck on the
5: road. <laughs> yeah, which
1: is it. It feels like you've sought out certain experiences that probably people of faith would ascribe to or call like the mountaintop experiences. Like when you're at oh. camp and it's the last night, and it's like, who's gonna get saved? Who's yeah. gonna come up here again? But you've sought those out even outside of faith and Christianity for like, okay, like what's something I can do to. Outside myself or transcend whatever it is I'm going through. Mm -hmm.
5: Yeah, because I think, you know, I did have a lot of those mountaintop experiences and I realized they I didn't ever attribute them to what I would consider a Trinitarian God, Jesus, Holy Ghost uh, or whatever. It was always usually like with the people that I was with. The girlfriends that I know I'm getting yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the, the summer camp girlfriends, future wives, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Holly, don't listen. <laughs> um, what but it was always, you know, oh, I, I worked on the service project in Tennessee all summer, and we like that last night thing was so important and like truly formative, you know. So I, I think, I think you're right. I, I've never really shied away from having those experiences. I think I just have changed my attribution mm-hmm. and what what I'm actually trying to get out of them. Yeah, and what that's I'm, that's interesting. And trying to make trying as I get older to be a little more self-reflective and and uh, so yeah, that's that's, that's me cool. right that's now. Really cool.
4: I feel <laughs> like my uh, my baby step into a sweat lodge would be trying a float chamber.
5: Oh, yeah. Because I feel like oh, the idea, yeah,
4: of getting it, getting like where you kind of lose track of what your body is feeling because everything's like perfectly taken care of and then your mind can just wander. It's not, or
5: if you've ever meditated, like it's not yeah. dissimilar if you can. I mean, meditation is really hard for me and I, and actually until I started doing mushrooms, I know, <laughs> I, know I can meditate actually. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's not dissimilar to where you've figured out a way or, you know, you've started essentially tuning out the noise and actually trying to hear what's going on with you or underneath. Yeah. That would change a lot. It's tough.
4: Because I'm pretty much always thinking about like whether I'm uncomfortable, hungry, sleepy, happy, whatever, you know.
3: This would
1: be, you know, we're about to go on a hiatus with this show. (gasps) It would be interesting if in the time between now and the next time we record, because this is the, the f- last time we'll be together we for
4: record, like a month. I'm like that caterpillar. The three of
5: us go do mushrooms in a sweat lodge. <laughs> <laughs> sweat
2: lodge. I'm
4: like full-on Alice in Wonderland sitting on a mushroom uh, with a hookah. You'll here. come
5: back. It's a really different podcast. Er- or at least go see D&B at the bowl or That's something. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's coming. He
1: is coming. September something. Yeah. We could do it. I'll but it would it. be it would be interesting to try to have some sort of like experience such as that and see what we attribute it to, or if it makes us feel closer to God or it makes us feel something else or further away from God or, or, or what that would be. Well, yeah. you know, a lot of
5: people who do, and even in this uh, pollen book, fascinatingly, you know, they give uh, psilocybin to people that are dying of cancer and they're the big takeaway is, you know, they come back saying like, Oh, everything is love. I attribute that to, You can call it God, you can call it universality, you can call it deep spiritualism, but we're all connected and I'm not afraid to die. So it's kind of a...
4: That's lovely. Yeah,
5: it's a pretty interesting... Because I I do feel like, not really in my faith as much uh, growing up, but like it seemed like a lot of coping like coping with death is is such a giant theme within Christianity Mm -hmm. and I think a difficult one and one that doesn't always give very satisfactory answers Mm -hmm. Um, I saw this even like in the death of my grandparents and stuff where it's like I think I went even when they watching them die thinking do they really is this thing that they believe truly comforting in this moment like what what is what's going on (laughs) And I don't know. I, I mean, I wasn't really. Yeah, you weren't able comforted by like,
1: oh, they're not suffering anymore,
5: or. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I was, or at least, I felt like it was more what everyone around them was telling each other, and I really wasn't sure if I saw it in them as they approached death.
4: Yeah, which is the moment where it would seem to like snap to clarity for them, but it didn't always seem like the most relevant thing.
5: Yeah, yeah. Them.
4: I feel like the the difficult thing with. Christians, and for for many Christians it is comforting to think, like, I'm going to heaven, I'm going to meet God, but for many of us left behind, there's a very uncomfortable hanging nice question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's that like hanging
4: question of, like, did they go to heaven or did they go to hell? Mm-hmm. Especially for the ones, like, where I don't know if they were a believer or whatever, and suddenly their death becomes infinitely more horrible because you're imagining... Them being tortured for eternity, and you never get to see them again. All these true.
5: Things. That's why you, I mean and that's I'll, not
4: comforting I'll, at all. I'll,
5: I'll just have a plug for Presbyterians. <laughs> you know, old school Calvinists. You could just go ahead and give yourself like you know we're predestined to go to heaven. Red, so like
1: mercy, vessel it
5: up. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, already done. Don't difficult. worry about that. Yeah. you're part you can be part of the chosen. <laughs>
4: yeah. I know. Yeah, but it's like but there's some that aren't.
5: I know, right? So that's what I always wondered. Uh, Wait, who's 144,000? Uh, that's Jehovah's Witnesses, right? They yes. believe wow. yeah. yeah, they believe in 144,000 saved.
4: That's so that few. That we're
5: going to heaven. And I'm like, man. Really? The statistics of this church suck. Oh like the, my
4: gosh. They could just count like on up earth? their church right now. Yeah. And it's, that's it.
5: And wouldn't you always kind of be in the pews being like, it's me. <laughs>
1: Wait, is that is that why they don't celebrate birthdays? Because everyone's too bummed out by <laughs> yeah. the idea that there's only like
5: a hundred grand. They you know? don't have they don't have birthdays and they don't put I'm windows sure they on have those some churches kind of because work around for that. Yeah, there's got to be point. a workaround. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, twelve times twelve. I
1: mean, but the thing is, I'm not comforted. I'm not comforted by the idea of heaven either. Mm. Like, I'm definitely not comforted by hell. Obviously, but the idea of like, yeah, you're gonna be hanging out and praising and worshiping forever. Yeah,
4: to me, it sounds weird,
1: yeah. Not like it's like a Hillsong
5: marathon or something like that yeah. again, you'll lose your voice. The Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, it's not like that,
5: but I can't um, do Awesome God again, guys. Can we do a Tinkling Stringers song? They're pretty good, <laughs> They're on like, the I, I would assume bluegrass and like gospel strings. stuff would be a little more.
1: Evergreen. Yeah, I think nice
5: so. Wait, can I ask this question though? Yeah. So, what is um? Well, what do you think it would be the general uh, deterrent from a Christian? And I use this very broadly, mm-hmm. lowercase C, with something like psilocybin mushrooms, because I'm too I'm too removed now. Like, is it is it just the stigma of that it's a quote-unquote illegal drug?
1: I think, it, yeah, I think it would be someone would make an argument, something against the law and substance abuse and everything in moderation, where it's mm-hmm. like, drinking's not a sin, but drinking too much is a sin. So I feel like hmm. people would put it in that category. Yeah, yeah my, like, my answer so to that you.
2: would
4: be that uh, you shouldn't be doing things where you have a loss of control. Because that's where the devil can come into your spirit. Some people (laughs) believe you can literally have demons come and possess you if you're not like Fully conscious or like aware of stuff, mm-hmm. so I think it's partly that, and it's partly like you shouldn't need that. You should just you know be high on the Bible and
1: mm-hmm. singing. And... His grace is sufficient. I sure, think sure, yeah, you shouldn't
4: have to have something that grace alters your. But I yeah. bet
1: you could find Christian not
4: that I'm defending mistakes, I'm just saying I'd be like,
1: shroom I'm... it up, bro.
5: Well, like well, I, that's for sure. Thing, you could yeah, find sure. It. Yeah. Well, you know, you read about like <laughs> this is re- if you really want to go down a r- big rabbit hole, you start reading about all these like er- the early mystical experiences of Christians in included. Yeah. And there is no doubt in my mind that when when John's writing Revelation he is not writing that sober oh, for
1: sure. No, 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 no. Revelation <laughs> is a acid trip. Yeah, if it, you it really read it.
5: Or or any of the like in any of the early traditions like th- any of those implements were not uncommon. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it is kind of it's kind of interesting to me that I don't know why I, I I guess I'm at a point in my life where I'm sort of like trying to open myself up to 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 those things to anything <laughs> yeah and and I've kind of lost touch with why you would be like no like I don't want to lose control even though if I told you like you're actually not going to lose control you're right you know it's it's not we'll a loss like, of control
4: well I'm high so yeah. how, I, how would I even know I don't know yeah. Yeah. I guess
1: it would be fear based but I would assume even like conservative churches that we've gone to mm-hmm. that you could find a good amount of people are like yeah it's fine yeah yeah, do it. yeah.
5: Yeah, I'd be curious. I, I, like hope, I, I hope some of your, ones. I hope, a, I hope a listener contacts me and I hope a listener sends us some in the mail. Really? <laughs> <laughs> sure.
4: <laughs> Wait, what do you want them to contact you about? Because I think that's an important thing.
5: To I, I hope a listener <laughs> contacts me and says, "Here's all the reasons <laughs> why I wouldn't, or that oh. you shouldn't."
1: Oh, an earnest rebuttal.
5: Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. Just so I, yeah just right, you have a framework maybe I don't maybe I don't wish this Let never mind
4: debate you <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah I, be I,
4: careful I, for that, and that well
5: that's the thing is I don't even I don't even relish the debate anymore I'm sort of like yeah t- totally no, fine you don't have to you just want you know. will
4: get received yeah. yeah
5: yeah yeah I'm like cool man well uh, I promise you it's pretty cool I feel
1: like, <laughs> I feel like we've stopped so getting someone. those emails though <laughs> oh, my rebuttal
4: is that it rocks I feel
1: like I feel like we have separated the link from the chaff in that sense of people who would send like well the thing you got wrong about point like the tulip was actually i feel like those people don't listen anymore wait did you study theology no
5: you just know about tulip and stuff yeah
1: i just know yeah because i read desiring god once (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and and i worked at a church for a little bit and everyone was pretty entrenched in that stuff and there was a a big emphasis on theological
5: education yeah sure so uh, but no i didn't study it which isn't the case at a lot of churches so that's good
1: it was nice to have like something solid, so it wasn't just like "what's air," you know, like yeah. s- some churches where, and I know we're supposed to be open to a lot of things, but sometimes it is just like this is an improv exercise. We are just <laughs> yes, standing to the next thing, which is so weird when we're saying like this is solid, but also it's whatever, like. Yeah, so obviously I'm conflicted about that. Mm. Because then, for the people that do believe solid things, it's like, well, you can't be gay,
5: you know, because of XYZ 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's complex. Yes. It is complex, but I think we solved it. I think and I we think, solved it. And I think yeah. if I get a rebuttal, I'm j- I have some choice emojis that I'll use just as my oh, reply. Oh, like
0: do crush them. <laughs> yeah. are, are
5: we talking about
1: open DMs? Or are we talking about, like, thread, uh, at
5: replies? Oh, thread we... me, thread me, DM me. Thread me? <laughs> yeah, thread me. That sounds terrible. Whoa. Wow! I come out of this with great-looking eyebrows, and everyone's like, <laughs>
2: "Exactly,
5: you got threaded." you I like, look "Yeah, sharp yeah right I know. Here a lot of thread. Well. You got going Talk about shroom. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what happened for you?
5: Are you on the shots of sunset now? <laughs> yes, shots I am. Of
3: sunset. That's um, a
5: that's a pop culture reference that I barely know, but I kind of have a feeling yeah, those guys that. thread their eyebrows. They
3: have
4: very sharp eyebrows. Yeah. Do you One know of them threading lives on my threading now. Eyebrows, Kevin. You ever seen that before?
1: Um, no, I I don't know what threading is. That's
4: okay. No. <laughs> I know I know it's
1: um I, I had a friend who they had like her mustache thread. threaded. Oh gosh, yeah. she had her Were mustache you there threaded. you for that? Out. No, I just made fun of her. That'd be cool. Oh no, <laughs> I saved her contact photo in my phone as Martin Mole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she was a beautiful young lady. Like it was not. It was I should fun. be over
4: this. Maybe I'm speaking just for myself or not for all women. But but having a mustache is the most embarrassing thing. I'll never get over it. Let's go. I told my brother and my husband, like you can't make a joke about it. I won't. Will it? I won't be able to stand it you i think it's laugh. actually
5: embarrassing for a guy though that can only kind of grow a mustache too so <laughs> yeah, exactly it goes both ways oh, men
4: have hair problems too yeah you can't grow a beard or you start losing your hair yeah that's something you can't really do anything about
1: yes my are you guys gran- worried about it i'm not because my both my grandfather's got it thick. i know
5: well my grandfather had really thick hair and then i'm uh, adopted on the other side so my dad was adopted so I have no idea if my TV. So TV it's there. pretty
4: much, there's no tree there, right? There's no tree. <laughs> <So that's when laughs> you start I'm, fresh.
5: I'm, I'm dancing in the light. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um. Oh, man. Well, thanks for sharing your story. Yeah, thank yeah, you for sharing that all, all that. Really I know that can be kind of vulnerable, no, but that it, was great. I hope it was helpful. Yes. I mean, it's actually sort of helpful for me to articulate it.
4: It was helpful for me.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It was helpful for all of us. What a great... Final testimony of the Good Christian Fun <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> See I you know. at Burning. Wow. See you at Burning Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The series finale. Well, let's dive in. Come on, let's go. in. Were you ever into like Christian music
5: or anything like that? Christian first, rock. well, first concert was Petra. Oh. Uh, Petra. First r- secular concert was. Bob Dylan, actually, but um, oh, oh yeah, I was into uh, I was into Christian music.
4: Bob Dylan is uh, not secular, depending no. on what era you're Tr- asking.
5: That is very true, <laughs> very true. I wasn't yeah so when I saw Bob Christian Dylan, fun. he he wasn't Jews <laughs> for Jesus at, <laughs> or anything <laughs> yet. But um, yeah, I've been to a number of Christian concerts, but I. I guess I also had a mystical experience when I saw uh, when I was at um, Lilith Fair several times. Oh wow!
2: <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that, listen, Sarah McLachlan
5: <laughs> will take you to heaven. Oh, Sarah yeah. McLachlan is kind of proxy Christian music, don't you think? I mean, I oh, feel yeah. like you, you got you play some Sarah McLachlan because up the, in the
1: only other secular albums I had were Sarah McLachlan. Oh,
2: oh really? Up,
5: yes. I mean that in Atlantis, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a that's an interesting bad There ironic? is a there's a lot of crossover there and I think it's because it's it's ethereal sounding. Sure. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah, I was going to add like kind of a folky feel
5: kind of it's nice. a non-threatening,
4: non-threatening female threatening. voice uh-huh. yeah
1: which is like amy grant stuff oh yeah, yeah. well amy grant amy come grant. on amy yeah the, that'll be that'll truly be the final episode of this podcast is when we land <laughs> the big amy interview that well, we would just be yeah, yeah we
4: should end it i would
1: cry
5: i would shake and cry oh my we god we should book her yeah. next month you know <laughs> so what? so we cool. can, end so this. We can- <laughs> Wait, you guys know Todd, Todd Cooper's been on here. Yeah, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Todd has. Well, you know, there's like, yeah, there's a small cult of Amy Grant among even our our friends. But you know, Holly Holly knew like went to Amy Grant's house as yeah, a kid and stuff. Did you right. know about oh, that? Yes. And her dad co-wrote Dub's book, M mm-hmm. Dub's book, and all that. Smitty, stuff. Smitty, Smitty. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh, oh no! But Todd and Sarah have um, these giant. Candles at their house that Amy Grant gave them like years ago, and they just moved. and Todd took a picture and was like, "The Amy Grant candles made it." And I was like, "How? <laughs> yeah. They're these enormous candles. They're the size. They're enor- They're the big with her face ever- on it. Yeah. Well, when you light them, she appears. <laughs> oh,
4: I love that gift. That's so. That's so weird and classy. So at the Amy, same time. just
5: so
1: Amy, and
4: just ba- larger than life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so Amy
1: I should die indeed' know'
5: oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> oh <laughs> boy but the buttercream gang where did where did that fit in with you know what the buttercream gang so every summer at the Christian camp that we like all stayed at for the for the summer mm-hmm. large VHS collection oh, yeah. and uh, buttercream gang was, was uh, rotation? constant rotation that uh, weirdly the best of Carol Burnett. Uh, which oh my gosh probably, uh, which is, what a
4: great exposure oh for you God. as a
5: kid carol burnett probably i would say might i, I might single-handedly attribute to why i do comedy wow <laughs> oh yeah. yeah
4: that would really kick it off
5: oh she was uh, yeah and i i just thought and here's here's also i didn't really grow up with tv because we we lived in a place with no tv reception so we always had we had vhs that we would rent but um, from the library but we would always get <laughs> you know, old Dick Van Dyke stuff and um, Carol Burnett from the library. And I thought as growing up as a kid that those were all like contemporary shows.
2: (laughs) Well, that's the weird thing about growing up Christian
1: is that your parents low key educate you well because you're not allowed to watch Friends.
5: Right. But you can watch I Love Lucy. Totally. I watched all that stuff. So like my Laurel and Hardy repertoire, very deep. I'm like, man, yeah, I guess this is a pretty old show. like, it's 1986 yeah, maybe like, like
4: 20 years ago oh my you know, gosh we talking <laughs> yeah
5: it really it's really strange so like i had this weird pop culture shift in my brain once i got into late middle school and i realized saturday night night live was a thing from going to a friend's house yeah right. but i yeah all those early comedy shows were sort of my comedy education so buttercream gang was in the rotation there but when you asked me what i wanted to talk about that came to mind because you're right. It's kind of it's kind of um, what I would consider low key Christian. It's a sneaky Christian movie. It's not mm-hmm. super like it's Christian
3: uh,
1: flavored.
5: It's yeah more so than it's got like, some Christian flair to yeah,
1: it. Yeah, a little yeah. spice in there. Yeah, I think. By the way, I was thinking about like the safe VHSs on yeah. church camp trips. Oh yeah, I think for uh, my time it was like. Just inspirational sports movies. It was Remember the Titans. <laughs> yeah, it was so The Mighty Ducks, and Rudy? then Lord of the Rings, especially Rudy. Okay, yeah, for of sure, course. Rudy. Oh, yeah,
5: it's Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah, there was a
4: whole series of like Catherine Heigl Prairie Love Story movies that I watched <laughs> oh my in God. my <laughs> Christian school when we like had a substitute or something. Heigl? Yeah, no, not he- yeah.
5: Wait, from Grayson. Grayson?
4: App? App? No, no, no. Sorry, who am I thinking of?
5: Catherine Hepburn?
4: No, wait. I think it is Heigl, the one that's in. Um, the Seth Rogen movie,
5: yeah. What the forty-year-old?
4: Yes, knocked yeah. Up? Her, knocked up. yes, yeah. Prairie She movies. did a. Uh, she did like little Christian prairie movie series.
5: Always fascinating. Are we sure?
4: There's more to her than you think. Yeah, look really. It yeah, look it up, you. Right. Right. Uh, well, but yeah, but I'd never seen the buttercream. This was new for me.
1: I not I. I might have seen it when I was like two because we did own the VHS of it. I think my brother watched it and was into it. Uh, but I would love if we watched the trailer for it. That would be great. And listen to, the
5: love comes softly. Love
4: comes softly. Was love comes Sof- this is a big hit. On you, the prairie. That's
5: the thing is she doesn't. That kind of looks like around the time she was doing Grace, right? Yeah.
4: Was she little when she? Well, she there, looks
5: older. There's yeah. another Christian actress
1: on Grace that starred in Mom's Night Out. What's her face? The redhead gal that started. Oh yeah, in I don't know her name, but I know what you're talking Maybe about. Neither do I. Oh, Hillary
4: Duff's sister was in one of these.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Okay, good Carter. for her. Buttercream Gang
5: trailer. Best <laughs> friends. Goosebumps already. But what if? <laughs> or growing
6: apart. Hey guys, One back. will die. On time, no see. <laughs> What happened to you? What, you mean the Threads?
5: Pretty oh. cool, huh? Oh, you you like mean them? the Threads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went to Chicago and came back talking like a New Yorker. <laughs> what
3: There's a
4: Pete. <some laughs> like, Brooklyn accent. Yeah. Smarten up. Look around, this is my gang here. So you, your geek girlfriend over there, and
6: everybody else better just stay out of my way. If you love Pete, just to make him change.
5: Robin Williams? Mustache dad. He
6: Robin.
4: So if I take that bike away from you, what are you going to do about it?
2: Here.
1: Hmm. Turn the other yeah. wheel. <laughs> you
2: don't have to take it.
5: <laughs> These kids are always on the train tracks. I mean, they're always playing on the train tracks. On the tracks.
1: right side or the wrong
5: side?
2: What does that say?
1: Brought heartfelt tears to my eyes. It's a oh. Feature
6: films for families invite you to see its most treasured Ugh. film. A story about unconditional love.
4: Can I in my closet? Is correct. he in
0: my True closet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every what child should see? see this movie.
0: We're With father really California. Not? I want you to hate me. Hate you, my friend. I can't hate you. That's some acting.
3: Yeah. Aww. The buttercream gang.
4: Do you guys think they maybe got a little buttercream on the lens? Because man, because
5: <laughs> it's hazy. hazy it's as a heck. bit hazy. Everything. It's got that golden California haze. Yeah. Missed.
1: So uh, I did. Pay for and sign up for a subscription to
3: FamilyTV.com. I'm glad we have to that. Able
5: to view really appreciated the login for that. I was, I might have sent a little more time there.
4: <laughs> I mean, there's a lot there.
5: The Seven. You brother. had a double feature. Yeah. So the guy. So of course, I had to do a little uh, deep diving on some of these of actors, course. Oh, as sure. you do. Yeah. I think one of the guys became like a Navy SEAL or something, and he does he and he does stunts here in California. Still.
2: Which one? Scott. The, Lil, main, the main
1: guy. The main Man, boy? Kid, Yeah Man, Main boy oh, wow. Main Scotty
5: Now Pete. Pete Pete Have you read Bright about him? right
1: career No I read that he was uh, I didn't look into them at all I will say parts of this movie Low key reminded me of a David Lynch film And then I saw He Was in Mulholland
4: Drive
5: Yes In ah, 2001 in Mulholland Drive Yes
4: Whoa weird
5: Very strange Big turn Now now uh his name is what Weathers Weathers Carl Weathers Carl, Carl Weathers mm-hmm. It's Carl Weathers <laughs> <laughs> That movie would be so good if Carl Weathers uh, played
1: Yeah Pete. and all the kids are the same age oh my gosh. yeah <laughs> and <then> he's Pete.
4: <laughs> what I joined a gang
1: well, like he, a muscular black
5: man He um he I mean God bless he's he's he we're all out here doing our best He popped up on Twitter the last time he tweeted was a while ago. Okay. Uh-huh. But he was making a lot of replies to people on Twitter as his saying, I played this character on a movie called The Buttercream Gang and you should check it out. It's all you know, it it's all about turning the other cheek or something. But oh. it was kind of not it was like not apropos it would just be like two people fighting about politics and he'd be like, Hey, it's me <laughs> from Buttercream Gang. And then <laughs> Michael D. Weatherred piping Weatherred, yeah. yeah.
4: Weathered, very Shakespearean
5: sounding name, Michael D. D. Weathered. weathered. He was Weathered yeah. and Weathered. That's so, kind of genius. Yeah, so he he was popping up on Twitter, and then he was kickstarting a buttercream gang 2. <gasps> Did not get funded.
1: There is a there is a buttercream maybe gang buttercream gang
4: three. Too.
5: There's like Treasure Island or there something. Is a second really, friend. it was like a year after, but I don't think he was in it.
4: We can watch it after together.
5: I I'm not sure if it whatever Kickstarter he was doing. I think I did find it. Wait, don't know
4: then part. or he, maybe it is a butter two buttercream two scam that he's running. Oh no! Yeah,
5: This is his version of being a
1: Nigerian prince. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, yeah. What a fascinating career.
4: That is fascinating.
1: Whoa. Hey, check
3: me out in Buttercream Okay, Day.
1: so the only... I went to at Michael D. Weatherred. Yeah. And his bio is, Sorry, Mike, if you saw this. I was trolling and forgot that people really exist. Please forgive me. And all the tweets are deleted.
2: Oh, Is oh this a different gosh. account?
5: Mm, I don't know. That
4: might be a different account.
5: Because when I looked it up, it was might be honestly weathered? not if not apropos of <laughs> it was not apropos of this podcast. I was just like, we oh,
3: were just thinking about what it it it? the buttercream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a while ago.
5: Oh yeah, this is like a year oh. ago. <laughs>
3: wow.
5: Yeah. So oh okay. Well, oh man. Well, and so he Weathered found
4: him. That would explain why he was raising money for buttercream too.
5: So wait. So you think somebody was impersonating him, and then for Weathered ed found it, and then, maybe yeah, and then I mean found and it. he was. And then Weatherhead was like, "Man, you can't impersonate me on Twitter. Shut it down." And There's the layers like, to Sorry this. Sorry, Mike. Or he was like, dang, Mike. you know,
4: I remember being in a gang. I, I know this. I know this kind of activity." You oh, that's definitely
1: it. what happened because all the tweets are deleted. That has to be what. Oh, happened.
5: Oh my gosh, no! I'm. I gotta find Weatherhead. I hope he still lives out. See,
1: here. this is why verification
5: is so. It is so it's important. So important, know, you guys. I
4: know. I know. And I need to. Gotta it.
5: get that blue check. Yeah, bet oh, he's got gosh.
4: an Instagram.
5: Everybody's got it on Instagram. I think it's harder yeah. on Instagram. I bet
4: he's, like, because I bet I'm he's not. out there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> How do you get it? Get what? The verification? Yeah. yeah.
4: Oh, oh, verification. I was saying I bet whether. Oh, you bet he's on, on Instagram. On Instagram. Oh. Yeah. I bet you can find him there. Easier I bet he, than Twitter.
5: I was saying I bet he's verified.
4: <laughs> I <laughs> would love if he was verified.
5: Jack's a huge... Huge, Huge buttercream king, butterhead. Fan. A butter He's a butterhead. But oh. did you catch the detail that the buttercream? This is what I when I rewatched it. Yeah, today, what was the, your thing? Well, I don't know honestly what my thing about this movie was, other than. There were a bunch of things that stuck out. One is that he, well, he starts dressing like a full-on cholo when he comes back with the, like, top button, right. like, gang right. ganged out thing. Like, and I'm like, and then he you? said he's changing his last name to Vasquez or something. Did you hear that? It's almost yes. as if there's some weird problematic racial stuff in this yeah, really it's white
4: as movie. Yeah, almost as if they think, yeah, maybe if you lose was your like, whiteness, then you might join a gang. <laughs>
5: yes, I think I, I, think I picked <sighs> up yeah. on that. Yeah, that was brutal. And then the other one was, he didn't say he didn't say indian wars but did you notice that the uh, guy at the counter in the store says the f- original buttercream gang was when when we were fighting like some land wars or something oh yeah when let's we- listen to that
6: oh i see buttercream business <laughs> did i ever tell you boys that my great grandfather was one of the first buttercreamers
3: yes a thousand was a creamer yes, there in the early days
6: of the town After a raid, it killed several of the men. After Uh a raid. The minister asked some of the teenage boys, including my great-grandfather, to help the widows by churning their butter.
3: My
5: dad.
6: It was hard work, you know. Yeah, the whole town started calling those boys buttercream gang.
5: Big widow theme in Buttercream Gang. The widows always falling down, the widows need their butter churn. I'm surprised
1: Margaret wasn't a widow. (laughs) She kind of is.
6: Yeah, I've seen a lot of them come and go, but... I think you boys are the best I've seen. You give all that change to Mrs. Can Jenkins. we leave? <laughs> yeah, the treats are on me.
1: I love From how the they called them treatment. treats.
4: Treat. They call always call them treats. So,
1: so many treats for the boys. So, so many treats cream. for the buttercream. What did yeah. you all think? You, you,
5: neither of you had seen it, right? Neither.
1: Neither of us had seen it. Yeah. So, an overview for listeners who may or may not have seen it: the buttercream gang is essentially. A positive gang if you listen to adventures in aussie this would be like the israelites they would go around doing good deeds oh, painting fences like helping so. neighbors uh, out okay all this stuff i just
4: thought there was like a moniker that got passed down over time and it was like if you grew into it you could be a butter but what did you think the moniker meant <laughs> i i half listened to what the grandpa said but i just thought you know how you're like oh you know we're the we're the three musketeers like we're the the Staples it's, Lane it's kids—it's so
5: much deeper. It's so much deeper and m- rich. It's a lot more layered than,
1: than you gave it credit for. <laughs> They're an ideological
4: um, think tank yeah. group.
1: <laughs> So Pete, the the most gangly and the tallest, Paul Dano looking, oldest in the group. one, right? Oh, yeah. he is a Dano esque vibe? Moves to Chicago. Uh, actually, here's what he says:
4: I'm a butter creamer, right? Yeah. You know
1: it. Caroline. Besides, it's the closest I may ever get to having a real mom.
4: <laughs> Jeez. Oh, can you play the part his aunt says to him when he's in Chicago? Yeah,
1: so he moves to Chicago.
4: Hey, i Maria.
0: Well, hey, oh. Pete. How'd you do in school today? It's fantastic. It's Mike
6: Zen. got name on the Old
0: History Report.
1: I'm a good hey, boy. Hey, Pete, that's
0: great. You know, if your parents were alive, I think they'd be so proud of you. Oh, by the way, you've got a letter from Scott today. <laughs>
5: They just I look, and they write me. letters to each other. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah,
4: if your dead parents weren't were here.
1: <laughs> yeah, buttercreamers are mostly about good deeds and
5: penmanship. Yeah, truly, <laughs> they're yeah. real letter writers. <laughs> and
4: mostly a lack of parents until you know. Something goes down until he needed a lecture.
5: Until your dad tells you about Nam Mustache
1: Dad's Nam dialogue wow. was a lot. So anyway, Pete moves to Chicago, oh, okay, yeah. falls
5: into the wrong gang, seemingly a- like almost right away, and he's only there for like two weeks.
4: And right. on one street,
5: yeah, one, one street. alley, one
4: street, all white boys, a uh, lot of hats, yeah, a big wide brim hat.
5: There's a wide brim hat over top of the bandana. Did you notice <laughs> over that? Top of bandana. A fedora on top of a
4: wardrobe department
1: sneezed on the young boy's <laughs> head, and that's how he came out. I
4: loved those little like bellied boys that followed him around, and did, like kicking trash cans over. And it was they're so like, cute. "How do we
5: make this guy seem even harder? Let's put the fedora <laughs> on top of the bandana. Top of the bandana. Yeah. And
1: continuing with the adventures, in I for If the Barakring gang is the Israelites, then the gang that Pete falls in with would be the bones of wrath they're bad guys and so he ends up moving back to I don't know where the town is Geographically, Elk, Elk Ridge or someplace USA. Yeah. As a former resident of Chicago, was this a, a chillingly
5: accurate it, you know, portrayal? It's amazing. Of it these really cities. all
4: too many kids.
5: It was just it was just constant street hoodlums, uh, in fedoras. <laughs> <laughs> uh, warrior style, kind of coming out to play Yeah, and
4: acquiring a, a Brooklyn accent.
1: It was
5: crazy. So Pete moves back. Yep, and the boy uh, the boy
1: is back in town. Yeah, but doesn't want to be a buttercreamer anymore. It starts doing
4: shenanigans. Bad boy. Yeah. And he he recruits a couple of kids from school that he sees shoving someone <laughs> one yeah. time and he was like yeah, these are my, my kind guys. of fellas yeah.
5: <laughs> I want aside. you for the new game <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah there's also a strange baseball runner because of course and in it's uh, inspirational sports mini movie and totally. all of this yeah, I know I love time. that
4: we had time to watch two full baseball games but not <laughs> enough time to see like Pete join a gang and see what happened or anything
5: <laughs> and did you notice that the pastor wait so was the pastor at the church the same as the coach he was Yeah, and he wore oh, okay. a, cl- a clerical collar but it was clearly a protestant church so it, but right. it, but it wasn't I don't See, think this, he wore
1: it in the sermon, did he?
5: I don't think he did. He knew, wore like, it at the baseball game, like,
4: and he wore a khaki one.
1: Yeah, he, <laughs> he wore a khaki no
5: clerical existed. collar, and then at the <laughs> clerical church, jersey, it was it was definitely a <laughs> Protestant church because I mean it was it was not a Catholic church, right? There was no Christ on a crucifix or anything. Yeah, then there were, and I was just very confused as to what type of church they went to. And I, I was know. like, oh, maybe they're Episcopalian, but it seemed very low church when they went to it. I so. think the
4: important thing here is that they love a, they love a good game of America's Pastime.
5: Well, they do. I was shocked given
1: that he is a man of the clock, so to speak, what his priorities were.
2: God. What? What's the matter? It's the widow Jenkins. Oh she fell down again.
1: And listen I to what, to what Coach house. Pastor says in response. Oh my God, Do, 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 do. I think the score is hey, good wait a actually. Hey guys, where are
2: you going? We still got laps to run. <laughs> Sorry, coach. We got laps. something more important to
6: do. And he
1: says
2: possibly
6: more important than baseball. <laughs> All right, guys, come on. What
1: could be more important? Mm. This is good music. This is the pastor.
5: Yeah, the, the, the music, music is, is beautiful.
4: good. I think it's really done. I was well thinking done. about you and I heard it. Ta-da-da. Uh yeah. Well, John Wayne parts. Man, so
5: the pastor this... definitely thinks baseball <laughs> he's got <laughs> He he might He's have. She's a little a, depressed. Yeah, priorities yeah. issue. Yeah.
1: Go preach at the first um, church of Grand Slam. So widow yeah. Jenkins, no just
5: other gods before me, falls
1: <laughs> over all
4: the time, and the only thing that will save her is not an ambulance, but a group of feral children that yeah. are keeping an eye on her. And it
1: is a bookend. She falls down at the end of the movie. Yeah, like well. it's.
4: I get. I thought it was supposed to be like a scary thing, but I'm realizing it was like played for comedy. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> Old times. people falling down is kind of Hilarious. played for comedy. And you're also like, why does she always lock her door and fall down? And they always yeah. do. Are they all? Always climbing in the window.
4: Yeah, like you think these kids would have a key at this
5: point. Yes, it's, it seems <laughs> like a daily occurrence. <laughs> yes. And also, like the little girl is always the one that finds her. So yeah, is that little girl that? just outside her house Did all the just time. She check through
4: That's the window. That's her role.
1: That's her. She's role. <laughs> always spying
5: on the widow Jenkins.
4: Those tiny little woodland children just always forming a circle and getting into everything. You it didn't. Does, in-
5: well, it is true that these. And I don't know. I guess this is. I mean, it's a very 90s feel to this movie. But I would say it has this um, utopian ideal of, and I guess, I guess I did grow up kind of like this, which is just like we ran around all the time. Yes. You know? and They're like almost doing the
4: like a maypole at certain points. Yeah, it's, it's just, like, it's yeah, we, we were
5: like gone all day and mm-hmm. playing capture the flag and stuff. But Stopping there is for kind of, yeah, but and, yeah. I guess we did go to the store by ourselves and stuff. <laughs> Not a person of color in sight. Oh no, 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 no. This is a very, a very pure society. <laughs> it's Jeez.
1: it's like a it's like a Lord of the Flies if the Lord was Jesus. <laughs> yes,
5: but it's their for own society. White <laughs>
3: exactly.
5: Yeah, that is a great point. It yeah, it's this weird utopian ideal, sort of strange. Yeah, it all is. Whitewashed,
4: filmy. Like they're going to the creek. There seems to be several ponds to jump into. Train tracks everywhere. Yeah. Baseball, light school. It's, it's a good time.
5: It's it's idealist America.
1: I will yeah. say, aesthetically, we've done so many Christian movies that have come out in the last 10 or 15 years or yeah. so. And man, these movies from the 80s and 90s look so much better Ooh. because movies now are so much cheaper to make because you can shoot on digital. Yeah. You can light it in two minutes. But the fact where it's like, you have to light it good enough so you can shoot on even film. 16 millimeter. Yeah, but on film.
5: And there's like dolly shots and stuff in it yeah. where you're like, this was direct to video, but they got a nice tracking shot sure. as uh, as Scott runs to the creek to and go swimming. Mm-hmm. I
1: think the <laughs> actors are not that bad. I think the kids are... All right. Oh, well,
4: I what? mean Pete made a real choice. With Pete the made answer. a choice,
5: but I think Scott's carrying the movie I think and he Scott carries is good. it well. Yeah. yeah. I don't and think I don't think I've seen a better performance <laughs> than Pete in this movie. <laughs> of all time. We're talking Daniel
1: Day. We're talking I feel like he's Mayor Day Rock. Lewis level
5: with his his commitment Man. to this role. I mean, yeah, don't he, you think he probably actually joined a gang to learn how to be in a gang? <laughs> Yeah, for I think two he years. probably like
4: rode his bike around Chicago a couple times. Michael and was like, "Got it,
5: Michael D Weathered man." I'm telling you, I mean, there was something that <laughs> David Lynch saw in him.
4: Come on the
1: show, Michael. We'll have a second service with you. We're Talk gonna to find
4: you. you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So
1: anyway, buttercreamers, Pete are getting in a conflict. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't want to be with them anymore. And then you see a montage of. Rude boys doing rude yeah. things Pushing oh, children off of graffiti, seesaws
4: Painting smiley faces on the school
1: yep. To the tune of a song called Dreams of a Better
6: Day
4: back
1: This song
3: Oh yeah far away. far away
6: Living in an age mm-hmm. of This song in is
3: awesome of well, the song. cats in the cradle and, and the silver, silver spoon, spoon. Doing. Doing the man on the moon. <laughs>
1: I love songs that are so specific to the Yes, and <laughs> so close. And then her she pushes him off the swing, and <laughs> yeah. then they go down to the
4: water and hole.
1: Yeah,
5: so Red this song dinner flashes in the Oh, light.
4: there was an ethnic person in this town. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. It was a British DJ.
5: Or was he Australian? Song. Oh, in the dance? Yeah. You're right Yes, an (laughs) ethnic person A white (laughs) DJ (laughs) Our mistake Thank God there was representation And that
1: (laughs) man grew up to be Skrillex
5: Please tell me (laughs) why This is good It's a good song I got some Christy uh, Please tell me where to find him Mm -hmm.
1: Searching for something eternal outside of
4: yourself Who is it?
1: Uh, always- Kurt Nestor is, I think, his name. But I could not find it on Spotify or iTunes, uh-huh. unfortunately. <laughs> so this is ripped from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: saying so you still hear kids in Dreams I?
1: of a better day. Did you think Margaret's mom was hitting on Scott a little bit? Oh, interesting. When he first got there? Yeah, oh, yeah, for the dance.
0: Well, Scott Carpenter, you're looking about as handsome as a man could look. Margaret will be right down. Whoa. Why don't we go sit over here on the swing and wait for her? Oh, yeah. Cooler out here. Let's go over to the swing.
1: We never talk anymore, I thought it was great
0: (laughs) when Margaret told me you came by and asked her to the dance.
1: Have you ever talked to an older woman? Been with an older lady? (laughs) Oh, man. so Margaret is doing, she's the pretty much sole female character besides the moms who are dressed in Puritan clothes. Yes. Cosplay. Long,
5: long fun, fun dresses. So
4: strange. Margaret's also the town intellectual.
5: And also, I mean, how many 80s, 90s tropes are we going to go through with, I mean, I they did the glasses, hair down, and, yes. now, she's and now she's a, <gasps> a little a bu- 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 babe.
1: But yeah, no, she she's web smart. But she's doing. She did talk about the gang research. Oh, that I love that! Doing. What a great research. When Ooh. you're
5: writing it, it's like how does how does Scott find out about gangs? Well, What's this? probably Margaret wrote <laughs> a report. A I'm doing
4: an extra credit report today on gangs in big cities. They want the us
1: report. to really fear Margaret anything outside of me. this town. Why do you us?
5: <laughs>
4: well, they look pretty mean.
5: They're a real gang, not like you guys. <laughs> Bunch of white ass bitches. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Why? generation's Ladybird.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to say it it's actually called...
5: it looks like it's probably uh, in Sacramento, Sacramento. <laughs> like outside oh, yeah. Sacramento. It I'd buy it. I'd it's buy very it. golden and hilly.
1: So then the movie kind of boils down to the central conflict between Pete and Scott. Yeah. Pete's like, I want people to hate me. My parents are gone. I want to be a bad boy. And uh, they do at one point beat the shit out of Scott, unfortunately. That's he, right. He does show up to uh, the park bloody. That really gets glossed over. Yeah. But I think the central idea of this movie is not bad.
4: Well, yeah, and I think it really comes down to that dad's speech that he gives him. Mm-hmm. Where he says some really poignant things that even for me, I was like, that was very good. Oh,
1: Do nom- you want to take a listen? Yeah,
6: nom- let Yeah. shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't talk too much about the war, but... <laughs> I knew a soldier in Vietnam. It was, he was hell. I'm Scott I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. <laughs> Needless to say, we made his life miserable. Because of what he believed. But he never got angry at us. In fact, he was always the first one to his help anyone right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah.
5: inside, I tried just to talk Inside the window one night, but
6: okay. all he would say is, Tom, the way you treat people. Is between you and your God, but the way I treat you is between me
1: and And then he stepped
5: on a landmine. Well, <laughs> well, and then we killed every couple man, later, woman, and child, child in, in that town. Was killed. We took their treats. A yeah. the funny Throughout thing. We out on is.
6: night patrol. Oh boy. got ambushed. The point man was was down. Of course, Scott so Paulson, t- being the man that he was,
5: wow! to be honest,
4: to I totally tuned out during this part. This is
5: kind of a laconic draw he's big. got. A, the ironic yeah, thing about the whole yeah, a situation guy would, uh, is that he <laughs> <laughs> died
6: saving a soldier that it's
5: absolutely... Garrison Keillor <laughs> <of> Dad's
1: <laughs> Life was long it was a pint of milk, bilk, bilk. I just couldn't could
6: do it. there we were. Well, the war ended and dude, life went on and I forgot that all about it. Lake Wobegon. Until gone. the night you were born. First well, that's time I hugged him my arms. <laughs> <laughs> the frozen I realized chosen. that I would give my life to protect you. And at that moment I remembered Private Scott Paulson. Mm-hmm.
5: Private Scott Paulson? He seems bored of his own story. He really does. It's a, very, it's a very it's a very slow. We're a quarter
2: of the way to get To
5: tell you the point. truth, it's changed my life. Scott's just curled up asleep.
2: Do you think if I love Pete that'll change?
5: Probably.
6: If not. you love Pete, just to make him change then you're loving them for the wrong reason.
1: Hey, hey, not bad. It's not the bad.
6: people that have the greatest impact for good on others, son, son. are those who can love son. someone without having that person love them back.
2: Yeah, but how do I do that?
6: You simply overlook what he does and instead think about who he really is, just like you did today.
5: Don't you think the director was like, "I want you to throw the whole thing away, just throw it away"?
1: <laughs> I think he mm, wasn't. But mumble then, it.
5: <laughs> that's this is what happened. Oh, this was his energetic <laughs> take. <laughs> They're like, you can bring a little more energy. Go to all it.
1: in on this one, Bobby.
5: Okay. <laughs> all right. Oh. There we were on night patrol. Oh man. You know uh, that is a good that is a good point that Dad makes there. Although I will say for movie making a movie without conflict is difficult. And the climax of this movie is essentially him. What is the climax of this movie? Not doing anything. Trashing the convenience store. Maybe? Oh yeah, you're right. A little yeah, bit. Maybe that. Yeah.
4: And then the, the day that they spend together. Cause that's his dare.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. you
4: I'll, would you hang out? Can with I play me? a, a <laughs> yeah. clip of the friendship? <laughs> wait, there. but well, before we move on, I yeah. think that what the dad says is kind of the crux of the whole movie: is be kind to the your enemy, love them. You know, if you give them the thing, then they're not stealing from you. Yes. It's this weird small town ethos. Yeah, I think it's actually kind of sweet. And do it
1: without ulterior motive. Yeah, which love them
4: without trying to change them. Most
1: of these movies are only about conversion. Yes. totally. They're only about well, pray that Jesus opens his eyes. Yeah. And, mm comes around to your side and he's one of us now right and this is more like he's probably not gonna change but that's not your fight in that way like right. and so it kind of
5: this is faith without works guys
4: yeah
1: damn dude
2: i'm in
1: yeah mr <laughs> whitaker would have had less wise things to say in this scenario he'd be like <laughs> well try to convert him yeah. um i do i do want to uh play the the friendship dare and what it reminded me of
2: give me fight I think there's a better way.
4: A better way. Good music, you're right. Excuse not to fight, Scott.
0: I'm here, aren't I? I'm not afraid of you. What do you, you know, got? Maybe you should be.
4: You know I learned a lot back there in Chicago. What are you up to? Um, yeah, you know, maybe not enough. I learned how to knife fight. What's
3: that supposed to mean?
4: What you learned in Chicago is how to fight.
3: Hey man, what else is there?
4: <laughs> I ain't afraid of nothing. Hey man, what All else right? is there? I challenge you to spend the day with me tomorrow.
2: Oh, dude, Just like last summer. I'm
5: Got the guts <laughs> <laughs> First time <in> uh, <laughs> and then they spend the uh, best day ever <laughs> <laughs> they eat peaches
3: that's what it reminded me of. It I is, don't know why. Uh,
4: there were points where I was like, I know I'm reading into this, but it it did feel almost a little bit erotic between them, like splashing yeah. in the tubes together, and there's a lot of hugging and like slow, I mean, you get days. two little
1: creamers on screen, and <laughs> some, <gonna>, some creamistry <laughs> cre- cream oh, is going to happen.
4: cream is going to fly. Yeah. Um, but I guess it was a really sweet scene, because they returned to their childhood mode of friendship with each other. Yeah. So, if man, but for a moment.
5: I am so proud of uh, you two for being able to even... I, I was watching this with such i don't even know how i was watching this movie <laughs> other than i think i was just staring at it did you watch it alone oh yeah <sniffs> holly's out of town so i was oh, just man. like sitting with my and my dog just Uh-oh. like i had surgery so i'm sitting there with my lame dog but
1: even your dog was limping away from <laughs> the
2: screen.
5: <laughs> my dog <laughs> looked at it here. and just fell asleep during the dad speech <laughs> 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 and i was sitting there watching it having a true uh, just Following through the time portal back to my childhood. But I, it's so funny cause you all are m- so much more keen to pick up on these other themes that I think I was just watching it.
4: You were not just think- enjoying it.
5: I think I was. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. You I think I was just staring at it. Like, why was I so, I really, I was just so into that movie.
4: I, I will say I get it, about two thirds yeah. of the way through. I really lost whatever interest I had in it <laughs> and was just like pretty checked out. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking like, man, as a kid, why would you finish this movie? Totally. because it like really- the first quarter a of- kinda good, but then it's like, uh eh.
5: You know what it is? It's a lack of
1: choice, maybe, in some It's
4: not funny.
1: <clears throat> I
5: think for me it was totally it was all about the P character. Margaret. Oh, I see. You yeah, liked it was all about Pete? the mom. Oh. <laughs> oy, 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 oy. She was so smoking hot. No. <laughs> oh It's ooga. Pete's time to yeah. shine. <laughs> I just I played that scene over and over <laughs> with the mom on the porch. <laughs> Um yeah, for some people it's Phoebe, Cates and uh, and <laughs> yeah. Fast Times Original High. For
1: you, the VHS tape is totally oh gone. Buttercream book the porch. Buttercream
5: sleep. mom. And then Wait, uh, and we, then the VHS of Demi Moore striptease <gasps> that I would like stare at in the in the family video and just be like, I Oh my that. Oh yeah, just being like Oh yeah. That was formative. striptease. Mm-hmm. You can, oh I have a great Demi Moore story, but I'll tell you. do you want me to tell it really yeah. quick?
1: Oh, we don't want Demi less. We want Demi Moore. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Walking down the street the other day. Mm-hmm. These two women walk up to me and they're holding my friend's dog. And I was like, and they're like, oh my God, do you know whose dog this is? And I said, yeah, it's my friend Thomas's. I'm on my way to his house right now. Yeah. It must have escaped from, from the lawn. And I live down the street from him. And we're walking, and oh my gosh, you know, we've been knocking on every door. And as I'm walking, and I said, oh, hey, um, I'm Greg. I live down the street. And the first woman held out her hand and said, oh, hey, I'm, I'm Rumor. <laughs> And Whoa. I was like, oh, Rumor Willis. Rumor Willis. Mm. That's a name. Oh, my gosh. And then the other woman goes, I'm the mom. <gasps> and it was Demi Moore.
2: <laughs> and I did not recognize I'm her. i the
5: mom. Uh, that's how she introduced Whoa. herself. And I love that. She's just like, I'm the mom. I'm the mom. And so then I'm walking down the street with Rumor Willis and Demi Moore. And I knocked on Thomas's door. And his wife comes out and just had this look like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> what the hell? What the hell is going on? <laughs>
5: We're like, we found your dog it was so funny and That's I just crazy. did not recognize her And then, I like then to think you would walk- just
4: locked eyes with the dog and that pretty much like kept your focus yeah or that. I was just
5: yeah but if I yeah I mean more striptease if I could have told her then what <laughs> she had meant to me as I bet she would have that my sexual formation yeah. mm-hmm. especially with her daughter nearby yeah she, her daughter you, your that. VHS cover was very important <laughs> to me
1: <laughs> imagine if someone said that to your mom or my mom. And we
5: were present for that. I know. Like, but she was All right, so mom, great. Go off. She introduced herself as the mom. And then my response was like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Um, yep, yeah, really good yeah. Nice to meet you. Not
3: the mama,
1: dinosaurs. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah.
5: oh. Anyway, oh, that's geez. my Debbie Moore story. Do
1: you think Thomas's dog did that
5: on purpose? Probably when so saw to one hundred
4: and one Dalmatians. Yeah, too.
5: he saw Demi Moore walk by and was like, <laughs> "I gotta, <laughs> break him out I gotta bring these people marriage.
4: together."
5: <laughs> I really blew it. That's incredible oh no. I didn't recognize Wow, oh,
4: that's great. I uh, I follow those Willis daughters around on Instagram. Oh, you a lot. Do? Yeah, I've seen one in the wild too. Nice. Yeah, I'm really interested. Oh, wait, in I them. think it
5: was Rumor, Rumor or Scout. It was one of the ones that I recognized their name. Mm-hmm. You know, you make me wanna Scout. Thing, thing, Scout. Yep. Uh, Ta- to Lula. <laughs> so instead of Hollywood, there's a so there's a bunch Ta-la-lula, of... Uh, Tallelujah, <laughs> Almost as a secret code.
1: A <laughs> um, bunch of other stuff happens. They go to a dance. Yeah. They set firecrackers off at of the dance. They beat the chef. Yeah, Scott. That was mean. But then it does... The climax is, I would say his breakdown in the convenience store and and the guys like no I'm giving you the money I I yeah. don't yeah. know so you're not
5: stealing it he comes pretty unhinged mm-hmm. yeah and then oh, it's actually, Pete unchained for sure totally yeah. and then, and then there's no uh, actual reconciliation between them which is a pretty big deal that was he leaves. Fairly
1: realistic, and then you get this code of the mayor of Chicago
5: loves him. He's, he's the first gang member. Oh, that's right. Yes. That and was a, honored. Yeah, and now he's he now brings he's, the
4: buttercream ethos to Chicago. Totally. Mm-hmm.
5: But I will say, I think what fascinated me as a young kid was the bad character. Uh, you're yeah. So, what about that? Well, you're just like he's so bad. <laughs> he's so he was really good, and I I do feel like that sort the the gear that he's acting in is a very you know. He, he seems dark and dangerous and he's wearing a bandana. And, yeah. I, feel, and I, well, I lived in Buttercream Town.
1: Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, so you I connected. Think, it resonated. Yeah. I think So, it was, was a was,
4: lesson in being cool for you. Why do you think I went to Chicago? That. I feel <laughs> like
1: every other monologue Pete had was an audition monologue. Oh, yeah. For, <laughs> like when they have the big bro fight blow no, up. No,
4: the only thing today proves is that we were friends.
3: What do you mean? Forget it. You won't understand. This I'm feels like 40, it. It 50, 50 so years ago dialogue. Yeah, dialogue. Hey, they can't. Sure they can't. No, they can't.
6: It's I'm like walking. It's like riding your bike someplace and getting lost.
4: Am I funny to you?
5: I'm a <laughs> gangster now, see? Right. <laughs> it feels yeah, like, he starts They pull coin. me back you know, in. You
6: made the wrong turn, and every turn you make after that, you just get you more lost. It's a metaphor, Please stop Scott. Please
3: do asking for directions. <laughs> and if I asked you for directions not to be so selfish what makes you think i'm being selfish could you take things and you only think of yourself i only take what i deserve i spent hours helping
6: people like mr graf and never got anything for it oh i've done plenty for this crummy little town and what did i
3: get for it nothing it sounds like hard- no, on Scott,
2: the I
5: water it really does being yeah.
3: me yeah you I love your you. Your friends accept each other for who they are. Stop. You're only willing to be my
0: friend if I change. Well, I'm not who I was, Scott. I am who I am. Bye You're a man. You are. I'm trying to be your friend, so don't you accuse me of being selfish. Well, who asked for your friendship, anyways, huh? You did. That night at my house. Well, I guess it was pretty stupid of me, wasn't it? What happened? Yeah, what did you should have realized you didn't accept me as I am. That's right. Why should I settle for second best in a friend? Don't worry, Scott. You won't have to. Fine. Just remember. In my neck of the woods, there are only two types of people. Friends and your Mooks enemies. Mooks and poses. <laughs> yeah. <a> threat.
4: Creamers <laughs> awesome. and
5: streamers. You think I wanted this life?
1: I mean, it's. I could it have is.
3: been somebody.
1: I love what he screams as Scott gets out of the treehouse and runs away.
3: While you're walking off, friend? think of this. You never once asked me what happened in Chicago. You never once asked me.
6: You're just like all the rest.
5: As far as mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen know, scene lyric,.: I yeah. I yeah, I mean, what did happen in Chicago that we don't know about because he, he well, got caught know. in an alley but
4: it seems like I know I was like that was a good point no one did ask you
5: yeah it seems like you got way more damage than just getting caught stealing maybe Pete has a good point yeah Mm -hmm. guys Mm
4: -hmm. I think this movie
1: is like pretty competently made
5: hey thanks guys yeah (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) good job Greg I'm so glad I chose it (laughs) yeah I'm really proud that I could bring Buttercream onto the show for sure finally and I would like to make this proposal that maybe the three of us could start our own Buttercream gang here in LA Two good deeds in Los Angeles
1: County in yeah. the small oh Greater gosh. Los Angeles. As a County. resident
4: Margaret who's never been asked to be in a buttercream gang, <laughs> the buttercreamettes. Uh, I feel very. We're gonna honored go down, down Hollywood to Hollywood and get
5: stabbed with a needle or something. Yeah, sure. that's right. Yeah. Great. Hey, could I help you across the street? Hi. Get
4: away from me! <laughs> Hi, Skid Row.
1: We're here to cream your butters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Shot at me? Oh, No, they like it.
5: Oh my! God. If
1: you're the resident Margaret, I'm the resident kid who makes this noise on the bike.
5: Oh, we also forgot, we also forgot that uh, Pete's dad had gold coins.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. There was yeah. this whole... That's the climax. It's the sting
3: operation.
5: Yeah, I guess they, they stop a, a, bur- a, a false burglary. Too
1: complex. But it's, it's too, I, too many. I like the... The buttercream gigs too complex, yeah. but I do like the idea that try to have positive effect, stand your ground in terms of your integrity with yeah. how you treat people, and you may not see the effects of it. You did not see the effects of it with Pete, but maybe... Mm-hmm. Something in the future, as what happens in Chicago, as was, uh, you know, put in the papers, front page news, Mayor of Chicago honors a gang member. Mm -hmm. And that good things can come
5: out of the Indian Wars. Yes. (laughs) Most important. That's
4: right. Well. Keep your land. (laughs) Let's get to our. This is a
5: manifest, a movie about manifest destiny. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. (laughs) Pete, he's the manifestation of destiny. Do
1: you
4: want to be a sooner or a loser,
1: Pete? (laughs) Let's get to our final judgments okay. about the Buttercream Gang. Oh the way man. this works, Greg, is we'll give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down in the form of a holy toast or holy roast. Holy toast. Okay. We're sending all these creamy little boys way up to heaven. <laughs> <Cream> <laughs> or it. holy roast. They're going to be melt melting. The cream will melt and curdle in hell. We'll start yes. with you, Caroline.
4: I'm going to... I'm going to maybe shock you guys and I'm mm-hmm. going to burn the butter and I'm going to send the buttercream game to <laughs>
5: Whoa. I'm surprised.
4: <laughs> I know. You're I just mean, like all the rest, Carolyn. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you didn't even ask us what happened in Chicago. <laughs> oh, shoot. You're right.
4: <laughs> what happened? I mean, I got time.
5: Uh, I performed at IO. Yeah, I spent did a lot, lot of money on touring. Touring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I've been getting aware. I, met, I was mentored by Del Close, but he was a weird <laughs> standoffish jerk. He was uh, obtuse at best. Oh, oh
2: my
3: God.
4: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'd give out a roast. Uh, They're they're competent moments in this movie the music is nice some of the messaging is great Uh, there is kind of like a sweetness to it but I found it very boring maybe it was just the mood I was in when I was watching it now
1: remember Caroline there is a third option if you want to put it in the
4: space between
1: purgatory shouts Mm -hmm. out to your boy no
4: I've got my mind made up roast (laughs) him
5: decisive yeah Um, am I next you are next I mean, it pains me. It really pains me. <gasps> no.
2: um,
5: now, who am I giving? Am I just who am I? Who am I giving this? <laughs> if, I, if I roast, you have to it, face
4: all these children. I,
5: I true. I mean, I guess hey, boys, I don't. Come out. <laughs> I guess I don't want anybody to go watch it. But I think I, that's a roast. But I do think you're right. There is something good thematically there's about it. There's merit to it. Yeah, sure. there's good. Uh, there's a good thematic merit to it. So maybe if I could. I'm gonna roast it with the caveat that you gotta, you don't have to. Um, you you can you can selfless. I like this selflessness and that there, you don't have to convert someone to to be a, a good person to or a them. good Christian or to love them.
4: Okay, so toast to the ethos. Toast roast to, to the, the art.
5: Dope. <laughs> I love it. Toast that ethos and down <laughs> d- down with the mood. I I'm sorry. I got to. No, speak your truth, man. Yeah, I creamed. Yeah, you
1: creamed it. Well. I'm giving a holy toast, y'all.
2: Wow. Nice. For sure. Okay. I
1: I thought out of the movies that we've done, one of the better ones. Oh, good. In my opinion. Just in terms of the thematics alone, I thought the kids were competent. I didn't hate looking at the movie. It wasn't ugly to look at, like Saving Christmas, for example. I enjoyed the score. I love that bop of a song. Uh, Oh off in the Cradle? I, oh, yeah. by... Well, no, I was reading my... By cli- Nestor? Yeah, by Nestor, yep. but I was reading my clip uh, descriptions, and one of them is Cream Me By Your Butter, uh.
5: <laughs> uh, which was the Call Me By Your Name. Nestor sounds like one of the Sons of Abraham or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It might <laughs> yes, be that's... Bester. It's either Bester or Nestor. <laughs> or, or Little Lester. But yeah, I thought it was like... If I was a young boy in a similar situation, there's VHSs, it's either Hoosiers or this. I would have been grateful to
5: watch this movie. Oh, dude, I go Hoosiers every time.
4: uh, Can you play the clip where a kid says, I'm a buttercreamer, because that's you.
3: I'm a buttercreamer, right? Yeah,
5: yeah, that's me. You know what? I I'm going back. I'm gonna space between it. I'm gonna space between it. Ooh, I'm between okay, it.
1: Wow. Ooh a three-way split. You creamed him into a new I'm like the guy. Category. I'm at the guy
5: at the gates who's like, oh, I this is <gasps> oh yeah. Sorry, uh, I guess I guess I do. Oh shoot. Oh sorry. I mean, after all,
3: I'm a butter creamer, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that going in the theme song next week? Yeah. Or three weeks from now? Yeah, baby. Oh boy. Well, three-way split. On Pretty the buttercream game. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. But we're not the final word on this. You're the final word, dear listener. So go to at Christian Pod on Twitter. You can give it a roast, a toast, or a space between. So get out there. And
3: Pokemon go to the polls.
1: Nice. Are we keeping this after the hiatus? Yeah. Hillary? I like it. Carrying her torch. We'll be right back with more good Christian fun. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, imagine a world, if you will, where you have an extra hour in your day. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to go for a run? Are you going to take a nap? Are you going to read a book? Are you, hey, you know, listeners of this show, are you going to pray? Are you going to perhaps read not only a book, but maybe the good book? Well, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what it is that's important to you and to make that a priority. And guess what can help you do that? Therapy. Therapy can help you find what matters to you. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And I can attest to this personally. I've been in therapy for 11 years now and it has helped me tremendously. Tremendously to figure out my priorities to figure out where my time is going and why and how to focus on the things i need to focus on and shy away from the things that i actually don't care about but i just kind of get in autopilot and i'm not feeling and dealing and tuning into my body in real time therapy helps with all of that so if you're thinking about starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash goodchristianfund today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelpaglpcom slash goodchristianfund. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. We have a brand new segment now. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. Here's what I'm going to ask though I have cut out a few pieces of paper. Right. I have pins. I'm going to give them to you. You're going to write down a current cultural reference, something, a current movie or musician, actor, TV show. It can be a meme or whatever. Okay. So so that's what we're going to do right now. Okay. And if this takes a second, I can, I can cut out the space. So okay. don't worry about it. Okay. All right. We have before us a bowl full of nine current cultural references. I'm excited. And now it's time for the first ever segment that we're going to call Cool Pastor Off. I want to preach a message to you simply titled oh, I Bring like this. Sexy Back. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Mine is not gonna go well. Oh, cool no. <laughs> Pastor <laughs> Off.
3: Oh, <no. laughs> oh. Okay.
1: So that was a clip at the beginning. I forget that Rich Wilkerson Jr., I think is his name. He's someone who used a pop culture reference in his sermon to illustrate a truth about the lord about jesus about faith about christianity i want to preach a message to you simply titled bringing sexy back bringing Bring sexy, sexy back. back and um sexy is a woman of god sexy is a
3: man of god <laughs> he didn't put so no. this music in his sermon oh. This, this is, is an marriage edit. that lasts
1: but man. still sexy
3: is
5: walking in god's
3: plan of purity
5: wow yep so, you could tell the audience liked that too. They were, They're they were right. like, the oh,
3: okay. Oh, you can't talk about yeah. sex. It's church.
1: <laughs> so, here's how it works we'll pass around the bowl. Okay. And whoever the bowl is to, you're going to pull out one of the cards that we all put our cultural references on. And this is the scenario you're a cool pastor. All right. And you're preaching, and you have to incorporate this cultural reference into your sermon. Hell yeah. In a way <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. And speaks a biblical, eternal truth.
2: That's
4: right.
1: Okay. (laughs) So, Caroline, do you want to start us off? No, let let Greg start us off. We'll let Greg start us off, all right? He's going to kill it on Uh, it. Now, before you do it, let me put on what I think uh, a pastor now would think is cool music. Great.
5: (laughs) I hope I don't pick mine. All right, here we go.
1: Cool pastor off. Me and Caroline are your congregation. (laughs) 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 Boom, boom.
5: Gotta get Today, we're going to go big, because today's topic and theme mm. is not small, Woo. it's how to get Ariana Grande. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, pastor! Okay. okay, come on.
5: I don't know anything else about her. Hold on, I got one. <laughs> I
2: think that she's small.
5: We're not going to get Venti, and we're not going to get mm. tall. No, no. We're going to get Ariana Grande.
4: Woo! Ooh.
5: Like a grande truth? A grande truth. Okay. <laughs> what in the hell else does she do other than date Ariana. <laughs> Ariana? Ariana? What the hell is it?
1: You know, some would say Ariana Grande is dating down. Well, Christ dated
4: down when he pursued us. Ariana Grande says God is a woman, but I'm here to tell you God is definitely a man. You're <laughs> so penis. much better
5: at this. I was like racking my brain because I all I know is... Uh, Ariana Grande is David. Davidson Well, let's
4: talk about that Dating All right, here we relationships go.
5: Mm. The theme today is Ariana Grande
4: <laughs> The theme today <laughs> We're with
1: you, Pastor <laughs> We're with you
5: are cool. you? I love yes. it are you? I also want to say today's my last Sunday <laughs> I will uh, miss you Oh my God, I have no idea I mean, are you keeping your Saturday nights alive? Mm. For Christ Hell yeah because Aria Conte is not. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, hey. give Caroline the ball. Amazing. Get, get, get this oh, away from great me. Work. Great work. This
5: is like my nightmare.
1: Now, for, for <laughs> listeners at home... You were so home,
2: excited moments ago. For <laughs> listeners
1: at home, this is a game because, obviously, a woman preaching anything, we're only doing this in a fictional <laughs> <you>. context. No such thing.
4: Okay.
1: No such thing. All right. I
4: need to... Sc- I did one moment. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, we'll just rock out to this current music.
4: Okay. Um, guys, have you ever been in a room and you've been in, you're walking through life and you feel like you're just tuning everything out. You're tuning out your parents. You're tuning out your friends. Mm. You're tuning out God.
3: Yeah. I was
4: at the theater the other day. I saw a little movie called Baby Driver. And, uh, I was watching that young man on screen and I recognized that, you know, that's (laughs) that's someone tuning out the Lord. So you guys need to steer your car back into uh, God's lane.
5: Oh, wow. that's that's so good and so much better than mine. No, you. man That was I, I my can't. own.
4: <laughs> I feel like I was that was an affair.
1: Oh god. I, hope okay,
5: I don't get mine. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I care All right, for fam, yours now. <laughs> listen
1: up. Now, you may have seen uh, a young man named Tom Cruise uh, Ethan Hunt running around. Doing these missions that he thinks is impossible. I'm here to tell you that with God, nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. He made the impossible possible. So that movie is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> a bold-faced it's lie. It's called Mission Possible. It's just a Mission Possible, <laughs> yeah. The Bible is called Mission Possible. Very
4: good. Maybe new, right.
1: Old Testament's Mission Impossible, New Testament's Mission Impossible.
4: Uh, okay. Yeah, I like
5: that. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I want to let you know that I'm here to remind us that sometimes bad things are going to happen in life, Mm. and sometimes those things are going to happen when we least expect it, and they're going to come from a place where we least expect it. Sometimes they're going to come from above. Just like Dave Matthews' bus emptying its septic tanks onto a boat. You can be be in a boat on a placid lake, but you're still going to get shit on. That was masterful. Wow. Wow. I mean. Oh wow! I am offended by that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ooh, even better. Current, popular music, mild play. Mm-hmm. Or
1: uh, even more so.
4: Oh man, I, I know you guys love the uh, the the three man band Migos, but I'm here to tell you about the the original trio: God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh. <laughs> oh that was actually. Was I didn't, didn't know
5: how to. Ri- <laughs> I was like, how do <laughs> I, I write that no, noise? I think that's right. Okay. So oh, I've never Sky
4: done Sky. that in my life. Oh, I felt bad. No, it was all right. It's good. Doing.
5: Do you realize that is the most current thing I could possibly think it's of? It's pretty
4: current. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't Me blame I was- you. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah.
5: like I was on the pulse of. That's like a <laughs> year old. You I have. I know. I have to call you my sixteen-year-old nephew and be like, "Guess what I said? <laughs> <laughs> Netflix and chill." <laughs> um.
1: And this one's mine too. <laughs> oh, I thought it was mine. I was gonna say I know, skip it. Excited, friends. God is inviting us today into relationship with Him. But make no mistake, you are not in control of your life. God is in the driver's seat. But this dance that we do, this dance of faith, it's a beautiful song that God's inviting us to sing with Him. It's as if God's inviting us into this eternal carpool karaoke. No. <laughs> The Lord is our James Corden And you are The
5: pews emptied An (laughs) A-list celeb half-heartedly singing along to one of their own songs You've got to really join in with God If you're going to be in the carpool
4: Amen, amen God, This is is some good word
5: Amen, brother Okay Alright, brother Greg Sometimes Mm. you feel alone And that's because you think that God isn't with you but he is. He's with you all the time. That's right. He's with you. He's with you when you wake up, he's mm. with you when you go to bed, mm. and he's with you when you have an illegal email server. <laughs> God says I'm with her. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. An illegal email server.
3: That's what Is that what you No, I didn't put that in.
5: That was in. mine. No, I-
4: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was great! Wow, oh, that was a really good one.
1: And even if she is locked up, he breaks those chains. I was
4: hooked on that.
1: All right, this is our last round, right? There's only yes. two left. Two okay, left.
4: one of them is your weird one, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, no, okay. <laughs> this
5: is <laughs> here we so go. You got here up. we uh,
4: go, guys. You know. Oh, women are out there right now They're going through some stuff Oh boy They're <laughs> Oh no <laughs> Hashtag me too Hashtag Black lives matter uh, Hashtag time's up And I agree Time's up On sin Ooh Repent nice
1: Time's uh, up So sin, sin You're in trouble Sin Sin's time is up Sin's time, sin's time Or maybe time the out. devil's time is yeah. up
4: Hee <laughs> hee Time's up Alright last one Kev
1: Alright bring it home Bill Heibel's final bring sermon Bring it home God loves a joyful noise. He is pleased. Even if you don't think you have the pipes, even if you don't think you have the musicianship, all praise is a joyful noise unto the Lord. Whether you're a singer like Andrea Broccelli, whether you're one of our fine men and women on the praise team, or even. If you're a little frog with a big heart, oh. who has a little banjo in the swamp, going,
2: yeah,
1: God adores that sound. Oh, that's
5: uh, I great. thought you were going to do the, the prompt ma- was Kermit. I thought that was that uh, Pepe the Frog or something. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> in the Pepe would be a challenge yeah, to a integrate challenge. into the.
3: Oh, that's a great game. I like current uh,
1: cultural reference Kermit. The yes. tip on everyone's tongue. <laughs> and this has been the cool pasture off. That's a dubstep version of Your Love Never Fails.
5: So funny. fantastic.:
4: Woo! Mm-hmm.
5: I think we have a, uh, I think we definitely have sort of an assistant pastor level team right here. with.: do Yeah. Seminary is a joke. Yeah. We're,
1: we just did seminary.
5: I think we're
4: accidentally running a youth group now. Totally.
5: <laughs> All you need happened. is slips of paper and a little <laughs> imagination.
1: A little sauce. I encourage <laughs> listeners at home to play cool pastor off in their spare time. <laughs> Please yeah. do. And now it's time for lifting it up mm-hmm. for the last time ever on good Christian fun for a couple of weeks. Greg. What a year. What a year. What, what a year it's been. It's been. Let's look yes. back. It's been a fun ride. It's
4: been an incredible.
1: But all rides ride. must come to an end for <laughs> a, at least two weeks.
5: We're going to be out in the desert doing mushrooms together. That's that's
1: right. Right. (laughs) This
4: this is our 40 days in the desert. The
1: goal is for episode 54,
5: we will come back
1: and not only have had done mushrooms, but I guarantee you, episode 54, we will record right after smoking salvia. We will lock the doors. We will record as long as we need to. Oh, no. We'll see what happens.
4: Greg, it's more coherent than
5: our, than <laughs> our <laughs> normal show. It's finally good. That would be the best. We're, our listenership <laughs> is up really for the first time in something. months. Wow, it really made sense this time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get it finally. Ooh. Greg, on other shows you may have appeared on, they may ask you to promote yourself or your projects, but we don't do that here. We great. lift them up as a oh, love great. offering and sacrifice, a love offering to the Lord. <laughs> and Caroline, as always, we start with you.
3: Um. <laughs> to get back to the
1: basics. I do have a
4: basic one this week. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, you can uh, lift your love offerings up to me at Caroline's farts um, everywhere. And then uh, this week uh, in the secular world, I just enjoyed a movie on Netflix called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Ooh. It's very cute. It, That's not basic. That's good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Oh, thank you, Kevin. Oh, thank you. You're the culture god has deemed me acceptable. <laughs> well, it
1: wasn't Star Wars. Like, it wasn't the most popular thing ever made. Oh, so. Some
4: people are on the fence about that. Right. I might push them over. Um, and uh, it was really cute. If you're looking for some cute high school boys and a pretty uplifting little uh, movie I would recommend watching that on Netflix it's great
5: awesome oh yeah It's exactly what I'm looking for I'm gonna yeah, watch yeah. that tonight yeah, after I re-watch went. Buttercream Gang <laughs> <laughs> to see if you missed anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to lift up um, at hey Greg Hess is where I'm I'm located at hey Greg Hess at you can hey see improvised
1: Shakespeare at yeah, the Largo
5: and uh, Cook and County Austin Social Lewis. Club at uh, at the Upright Citizens Brigade. Hell yeah! Another terrific show. Yeah. Or, um, but I do uh, I do hope you'll tune into Mega, and that's at Mega the Podcast, on, yeah. and on iTunes. I
1: mean, I can't think of more a crossover. There's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, potential
5: here. <laughs> I think there's a great crossover, yeah. and um, it it drops it drops Sunday. which, which I don't know when this yeah, comes so out. This
1: uh, yeah, you'll have a few episodes. out. Okay, kind of, great. Yeah.
5: So um, yeah. and it's Let's gonna be every Sunday. Every Sunday. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh! gosh. Just Great. pop it in after church.
1: Anything in secular culture you're enjoying? You want to lift up?
5: You know what? I will plug that Michael Pollan book. I think it's really cool, Great. and I Great. think people. W- What's the name again? To get it. It's called uh, How to Change Your Mind. How to Change Your Mind. And um, yeah, and you know what? Just poetry and music. <laughs> I like it. Let's lift that up. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw out poetry and the music. art again. of poetry. yeah, art of poetry and music. Don't just about go, it. just go listen to some. All right. Well, yeah. you can
1: lift me up at <laughs> Kevin T. Porter, everywhere. I feel good this episode, by the way. Yeah? Last episode we recorded last night, I was a dizzy Miss Lizzie, and I, no joke, blacked out during certain parts of talking. What? Oh boy, you blacked I really—well, not blacked out, blacked out. But I was like, you, like I, I was five minutes? senses in. I was like, what have I said? And I did not know.
4: Oh no! But it wasn't bad. That's <laughs> funny because I really thought you were, you were very.
1: Again, we're gonna smoke salvia and yeah. improve the show by twenty. I mean, if you're already
5: if you're gonna smoke salvia, I'm, we're definitely doing mushrooms together. Okay. Salvia is way crazier.
4: <laughs> Mom, I'm kidding. Uh, oh
5: my <laughs> gosh, uh, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter. I'll lift up
1: because we're going on a little break. I'll lift up a few podcasts that I enjoy listening to that maybe in the spare time that will be vacated by uh, the space that this show leaves in in its way. Uh a few shows I listen to every week The Watch podcast from The Ringer Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald over there That's an essential go-to for me Every week, the Hollywood Handbook guys, terrific um, And I sincerely enjoyed The latest episode of Are You Talking R.E.M. Re Me Where Jason Manzukas sincerely talked about All his musical taste uh, But you can lift us up at Christian FunPod On Twitter and Instagram and Facebook Go to iTunes, you can rank us, review us We'll donate a dollar to charity, we'll Tell you the charity's name when we have it, because oh, yeah, we're in the we're month so of September. Ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, and then of course, in the meantime, while we're on break, you can check out GCF Second Service, patreon.com slash good Christian Fun. We'll still continue to post every week there, even while on sabbatical from we the We'll not leave show. you
4: nor forsake you.
1: We'll never leave you nor Content forsake wise. you. And listeners, thank you for a wonderful
3: first year of good Christian Thanks fun. Congratulations.
1: Thank you, Greg. This show would be nothing. Without our dear listeners And each and every one of them Has had so many kind and loving words Sent to us To goodchristianfun at gmail.com If you want some more kind words <laughs> And uh, yeah We really sincerely appreciate the encouragement this It's been show such a blast
4: truly changed my life It's changed our lives yeah, so. And I
1: love you Caroline I love And you're you You're the Kevin. best co-host I could possibly ask for
4: well, Thanks it. You're the best co-host and a best friend And
1: now I love you too Greg I Craig, love you both We love you a <laughs> lot You know what? As long as you can give me shrooms, I'll let <laughs> No
5: Buttercream forever <laughs>
1: Buttercream oh, forever That's us yeah. Alright, let's say our chant One, two, three Creams Creams, Creams. <laughs> <laughs> And there's nothing left to say Except for an all of Pod's people Said Amen, Amen. Alright guys I just want to thank Lauren for the best week The best year we've ever had Thank you to the cats, to the crew, thank you to all of our guests, thank you to all the Facebook group moderators, thank you, Rachel Hallett Evans, uh, Bobby Camp, uh, Finn Seaman, Melissa and Aaron, Anthony Trolley. Caroline, do you want to jump in here with anybody at all? Uh, We're no. saying our goodbyes at the end of the day. <laughs> Goodbye!
4: Thank you to my family, my friends, my cats, Campy, uh, sweet Nate. You're welcome. <laughs> oh okay, yeah, we can
1: thank Nate. Oh, it's been the best year ever. And we'll see you in a few weeks, everybody. Goodbye.
2: Bye.